I was horrible running. You know, I mean, I was, I was really was, was slow. I was awkward. I found that uh, I was as I started to develop. I, I looked at other people and, and looked at their strides. You know, and failed at that. And she, you know, just the way they move their arms, the way they move their legs. And some some would take long strides, some would take short strides. You know, type of thing. That worked for them. They were feeling fast. You know, and they were good at what they did. But it worked for them. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't work for me. So I got all tensed up. You know, and I found when you worked out, you, know, you start building your upper body type of thing. And then you're all tensed up. You yeah. can't run. Yeah. You know. Um, but the um, yeah. Yeah, filming right now? Yeah, you guys know. Yeah, okay. Well, we're trying to test Pleasure that. Pleasure meeting you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man, to the bar. Maybe you guys will be here. I'll get back to you. Yeah. 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 It, it was um, oh, it's above. Like yeah. It's above. Right. So it, how it relates with, with him is that um, that that inner strength that you get inside. Like when you're when you're running and you can't run no more, and you press yourself further yep. and further type of thing, and yeah. you, you're developing yourself. Um, it's just like you know, you're doing a long run just to put time in that day, and then you see the coach up in front of you, and you run like crazy try to catch up to him before he finishes out. You know, yeah. something of that nature. That's building. That's building strength. It's building strength up here. Yeah. It's building strength in your legs. But it's what's, what you're doing up here. Yeah. No. It's and mental that, strength. <clears throat> also in construction, when you do an all nighter, you're like I gotta get this shit done. Yeah. For the guys in the morning. Yep. You know, it's yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You gotta, you gotta run that marathon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though you can't. Maybe. Right. 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 You can't. Yeah. I mean, I failed that. It's like I never caught him. I yeah. tried like you know, I got like I couldn't, I couldn't catch him that day. You know, I, I still remember that. You know, remember that moment. Yeah. You know, that determination moment, like I, you know, I had already done everything I was supposed to do, and now I'm putting in that one more, you know, two mile yeah. run. It's like another two mile run. I was done, and I saw it. And I was like, I'm going to catch him, you know. And I never did quite make it, but I tried. Um, but it's that, that inner strength you get. And then you, you know, if you play, I played football, you know, and I started in grammar school, late whatever. But I was always quarterback. Back position and it developed again, developed into that. You're whispering again. I hope not. It sounds <clears> like <throat> you're whispering. Oh, uh, so we we're just talking about we we're talking about sure. we we're talking about Bub and so stupid you know, his, spray. <clears throat> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Died it's like this, bro. It's off. Apparently, you die in black shirts. Uh, Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, a sports definitely teaches you know the fundamentals of when you get into like real world shit. Like that's why I look at yep. like, the struggle to keep going when you don't think you can keep going. Yep. Um, you know, learning how to win lose. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like a lot of individualized sports for that, like track. Yep. You should only win and lose on your own. Yep. Unless you're in like a relay or right. whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and wrestling. Yep. It's on its own one yep. on one. You know, if you're a football team, yeah. you can kind of. And now it's team. Yeah. So that's the, that's the other part of it. Now it's like, like that's what it's getting at is, is, is now you have to learn to work as a team. Yeah. And that's all Which is different because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Because you've always been able to, you know, okay, you'll take your hits if you fail on your own. But you're not so comfortable yeah. when you broke your butt 
you know, and things didn't work out because another member on your team, you know, left, yeah. you know. Well, you were the quarterback, so you were in the lead position. I was in the lead position. Yeah. So, I like, I like when we, if we lost, I took it personal, yeah. you know, that we lost because, you know, mm-hmm. you know, because of some lack of my effort, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, but in the same token, you have to learn, too, that when you win, it's not because of one person. You know, it's in the that, team. In the team, you know. And then, although Sports, I have, I had yeah. a quarterback position, you know, in, in that uh, as the lead, it's my responsibility to um, know everybody's strengths and their weaknesses, and, and also my own. Try to analyze that, keep a perspective on like what's my weaknesses too, you know, um, and then what's my strengths on it. And you know, some of the greatest inspiration you get is when when you have a team that meets come back. Uh, and they, uh, like, I, one friend of mine, he passed away a long time ago, but, you know, when he was young. And uh, he would come back to the huddle and he was my guard. And, uh, you know, he, he knew he missed a block. I'm like, ah, sorry, 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 you know. So they called me, scripted my name up, and, and like, it ain't going to happen again. I said, I know, we're fine, we're good, we're good, you know. But, like, he, um, he, he just believed in what I could do, and I fed off of that. I fed off of his belief in me. Yeah. I didn't believe in myself as much as he he believed in me and some of my other teammates at the time believed in me. Like I, I didn't know I was doing what I was doing. Yeah. You know. And I and I was just looking at them saying, like, I need to work off of, you know, I'm utilizing you know, we're going to the right because I'm utilizing, you know, what's going on over there. Right. You know? you're, you know? you're in the zone. Yeah, we're in the zone and that's yeah. what we're picking we're on. That side. You know, and I was the last one to step off to the line, you know, and view what was going on and I'd call the audible if I needed to call the audible. Um, so I grew into that. Yeah. Um, coach let me call my own plays most of the time, you know. So, and, but he would quiz me going down the halls. So like, when we show this situation, we go in that situation. So there's, you know, people, we feed off of other people. We don't even know that they're building our own personal character until years down the road. Yeah. I mean, we kind of know it at the time, but we're, we grow a little bit at the time, you know. And it's from everybody to become in contact with. We'll all grow from something that happened today yeah. in some some fashion, yeah, for sure. And uh, and that's me. It's um, it's cool about getting you know, we work with talk, a lot of different people. You were talking about, um, I guess, team members coming back, mm-hmm. uh, and um, it's the same thing. That, like I see, uh, or team members leaving and going somewhere else but, or whatever. But, or the, I, it's the same thing in business. Like when I see somebody that worked with me for a long time mm-hmm. and they want to go out on their own, I'm like, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, but, yeah. you're taking right. a step. Yeah. Like, go get yeah. it. You yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. And then I want to hear back from right. them. You know what I mean? Right. How to go. Right. You know? right. They get in business and say, I'll, right. I'll help you out. Right. You know? Which is cool to see them go do their own thing. Yeah. But it also sucks at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I've fought that my whole career. Like, somebody says, like, what's the probably the two most important things you need to be able to do when, um, to be successful, you know, in this. And it, it probably would be, you, you got to sell a lot of work 50 weeks out of the year, yeah. your whole career, you know, because as you, you start not booking weeks, you're going into negative numbers and somewhere. Your overhead keeps on coming. And then you got all those people that are working with you, not for you. That's my mentality. The people work with me. You know, I don't want to work on them. Yeah. And, um, with that mentality, so you have that responsibility, and you know, I've questioned a lot of times whether or not I, I got the same respect back from the people that worked for me. You know, that's a reality too. Being, you know, being the boss is that happens. You know, it, you know, it's just like boss. You, we put so much effort into worrying about everybody else, and, and uh, just like, well, where's, you know, where's the, you know, 
reciprocation of you know, from yeah. uh, it happens. Um, so, so then we're getting into the, the second thing then is, is having those team players. You know, it really need those team players in order for the company to survive to win. Uh, to win. And the same message that you believe in. Right. They believe in. Right. And then you guys can move forward. Right. If right. you got somebody who like believes something different. Right. Yeah. But you guys are going this way, and he's going that way. Right. You know, he may pull some people over to the side yep. to the wrong direction. Right. You know. Right. So that's yeah. that's when you got to get rid of somebody. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I always uh. I, I tried a couple of times in my career. I always wanted to have an incentive plan. I wanted to try to implement an incentive plan, and not a lot of people don't agree with me on that, you know, type of thing. And uh, kind of like a, you know, pro, you know, the profit sharing end of things, where um, yeah, it's profit. I give you some share of it. You know, it's yeah. there, but it's, it's not dangling the carrot for the end of the year. Like I always wanted to do it per job, mm. you know, because it was very tangible. Yeah, here's the job, job. just like you know talk about it before we're just saying let's like you know drink my coffee in the morning let's talk about what's the goal for the day because this is the goal for the week right that's where we need to be yeah for the budget to hit for before the storm comes you know for whatever this is this is what the goal needs to be the wind directions come for whatever yeah so there's, there's a reason you talk about that and then you work as a unit on it um so the incentive plan happened where here's the job i bid it in for x amount of dollars of labor you know at the end we're going to split that yeah we're going to split some portion work based on the amount of hours that you're you're involved because the same person that started the job may not be there at the conclusion but he put 20 working hours in and he was part of that so when the divvy comes in you're in for 20 hours yeah. you know so based on whatever savings they're in proportionally then it, then it gets dished out yeah. and then they see it right away and there's a so then there's a reason to be active and you're working you're talking you brought up the point about we got to get rid of somebody well my thought process with the incentive plan is you won't have to as the owner because the other members in the They'll team push will push them out and say, I can't work with that. Yeah, this guy's you know, a jerk. He's not pulling his weight. Right, right. And now he's not. Right. So, and then it'll come, but ultimately that leaves you to make a decision. I've seen it where it backfires and that happens mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and the other employees say, this guy's not doing it. This guy's right. not doing it. Now you're in a position where you have to do something. Right. Right. Whether you bring them in and then you tell everybody, hey, look, man, they know that you had a conversation with them, right? And that right. they're on right. this fine yep. line between right. being here and not yep. being here, right? And then everyone talks around that person, right. Right. Or it's, hey, you just you're out of here. But if you do nothing as a leader at that point, you're going to get swept either one way or the other. That one guy's just going to keep doing what he's doing, you're going to lose. <clears> Those <throat> other guys that were on your back were now like, right. screw that guy. Yeah, you know, it flips. Yep. If you their own thing. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. Well, we, you know, we had it when I started. We started with the, with one company, trying to implement it with it. Um, you know, a couple of the guys at the top, like you know, all the skill and thing, they didn't need the extra money. You know, so the, the company still needed them because yeah. of what they did. But you know, um, it wasn't that they needed the extra money. So the younger, a lot of times it was the younger guys that. We're never going to get paid more than the most experienced guys, but they had more costs because they're younger. You know, the older guys already you know, paid off his car, paid off his house, yeah. did whatever. You know, 
Awesome. You know what I mean? And, and then, so, so financially, now, financially, they're they're set and yeah. they're comfortable with their salary, and it works for them. Yeah. And their benefit package, if there is one, whatever it was, was working for them. And uh, but the younger guys need more. So you ha you would then have to say, okay, you're not going to get rid of your best guy because he's not pulling his weight on the, on the thing. He's absolutely he's pulling his weight on, on the job. Right. Um, with the experience, with the experience and the thing. So you would. <coughs> You know, you had to play it out. And who would who would want to work with who? Who was best fit for the job? The team, the team those they were in making, the right spots. Yeah, and they were making the decision. Yeah, and they were like, well, we, you know, when they start coming to you and saying, like, well, you know, I, I probably be better off working with so and so. Let me take so and so because I'll be yeah. more productive on that, and, and, and the other one can work with him that day. Although we normally work together, it would be better yeah. for the job, better for the team, better for the client. Yeah, and they're making those decisions. So that's off your back. Yeah. Because the most important thing for you to do is the owner sell. Right. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. those guys can do the work. So can you? <coughs> you probably do it better than them. Yeah. But you really value that that position to keep them busy. Right. And bring in the leads and yep. do the books and right. keep them paid right. and you know all yep. that stuff. Let's talk about leads. That's good too. Yeah. All right. So, how often does someone on your team, or how often does one of your subcontractor bring you a job? Mine? Uh, <coughs> never. Zero. Why is that? I analyze that. I look at it and I'm saying because I've known for some of my subcontractors like. He's all, you know, you're having a conversation that comes out like, oh, I had a really good year. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, what'd you do? You know, one man, two man band. Oh, I did about 500,000, you know, in, in volume. It's just like, I know what I paid you through the course of the year. Yeah. I represent 30% of your income. Yeah. You know, why do I never, you know, why do I never get a referral where you're bringing a job to our company? Because they Because you're one third themselves. of the company. That's one third of your business yeah. is bringing the job into yeah. us. Yeah. Right? And it's not, it's not happening. And so I look, I look at that and just say, ah. and the same thing with your, with our own personal uh, people that are in the um, Not my own personal guy. Everyone in the company, right. I have incentives so that they do bring them in. That's good. There's, okay. you, you know, um, uh, so you can't expect subs to bring you work. So I've never subs are working for you. But you would think, right? Well, well, but they, they, the, yeah. the work that they aren't doing for you, they're doing it for themselves when they get it. They're not bringing it. Right, because typically a subcontractor is trying to not be a subcontractor at the end of the day. Sure. So he's not going to feed you work. He's going to build his business. Right. Well, that's why. But a lot of not only subcontractors, subcontractors though, if it's in the construction end of it, but if your subcontractor is the electrician or the HVAC guy, you would think. Okay. Yeah. Is he, is, now is he a general contractor? Because no, if he's general they're contractor, not. They, he's they my, typically he's have no access you know? to the work. The, uh, the, the people you just stated are usually just a formality inside the well, they, job. But they go to church, they go to they, they usually, just play sports, they, no, they go to events, they, they meet get, people. You're reaching, Mark. I don't think so. No, they, I don't think so either. Stop. Look, when, 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 a, when a plumber gets a phone call, it's usually from a general contractor to come work on their job site. Typically, a plumber isn't getting a call from somebody who wants to build a whole house. It's not typical, guys. No. You're saying bullshit right no. now. Uh, I, and I understand that, but you're talking about, I'm not. No, the they're not going to call the plumber. They're going to call GC. He's going to call the plumber and the electrician and everybody. That's what's going to happen. So if the electrician has another general contractor contact and he don't have work at the time and that guy calls him, what's he supposed to do? Go in there and talk to the guy and say, hey, I have a contractor that's better than this guy? No. You can't, you can't. I can understand if you're saying a subcontractor does framing or it doesn't have the outfit to move a bigger job, 
But you can't expect something to come from your electrician, really. Like that's well, silly. Well, let's so step back a second. I'll, 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 I'll take it from a different perspective. All right. All right. So you go to a, you go to a family party. You go to a wedding. You're really you're reaching now, dude. No, 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 no. How do you? How do we get? How do we get? Okay. Like well, how do we get our work? I, I, you know, I get a lot of my work, and it's it's through referrals. I get what he's saying, but referrals, look, referrals. You, if you know, you know, an electrical contractor. Sure. How much is their business off of newly generated work? And be honest, it's usually off of shit that's already been running for fifty years. They're they're doing the same service jobs for the same clients. Like you know what I mean? Like, and they call them for electrical only. They're not going to call them to say, "Hey, you want to put an addition on my house?" So how are they going to give you work if they don't? Well, have someone calling them to a business. I get people calling me all the time for certain things that I don't have anything to do with, and I ship them out to everybody. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't happen occasionally. I'm saying you can't rely or think that's an expectation. Um, um, that's it. That's over a boundary. Like if somebody gives you a lead that's your <coughs> subcontractor, you should be like high five, bro. Good looking out. That shouldn't be an expectation. Is what I'm saying. You're saying it like it's an expectation. Like. He should be giving you a lead to a I'm job. It's a, it's a part and I don't think I'm looking at some participation. Yeah. Okay. No, if I, it's if an I expectation. If I it's not participation. Well, it's I represent he participated in the job for you. Every time I sell a job. And he did. Every time I sell a job, they're automatically included. Because right? I trust their work. Because you can't do their, their work. work. Okay. But I'm, I'm included. They're included because I trust their work. I, I, I like them as individuals. I know they'll be a fit with my clients. But you need so them. They need me. I represent thirty percent of their volume you need of them business. In this, in this well, there's aspect, other subcontractors. Right, but the, in this aspect, you need a subcontractor that has an electrical license. Yes, but there's when a lot they, of them. When they get called, typically they're in use for their electrical license. They don't land work that you're doing. So to expect somebody that might randomly get a phone call from a, a party they went to. That's a weird expectation is what it's I'm not, saying. You, you keep going back to of getting a phone call. I'm saying you're at a party, you're having a drink, you're hanging out with friends, and somebody you've never met because they're a friend of the friend of the friend saying, you know, oh, you're an electrician? You know, we were thinking about doing an addition. Do you know any contractors? You know how many, how many times that's happened in my life, and I'm a general contractor? At one of my gatherings that I go to? I would think, you know. Never. Well, I, I don't know why. Because I'm too expensive for my, like, my my people demographic that I hang out with, like typically that's how it works. Do you give your subs leads? Yeah. So what? Yeah. Right, yeah. but guys, you're generating work that they need. They don't lead generate work that you guys need. You always need an electrician typically in any shit you're going to do. You might need what? What do you need? All like all of? Before you had the gutter machine, you might always need a gutter guy. That's a sub that you're going to constantly need. He doesn't need you, right. but if he randomly gets now, this is totally different than what you're saying because this is the same. Like if you were using somebody like this, not an electrician, because electrician, plumber, like they literally get a call. I, I have a, I have a leak. Now in that case, he might get a phone call from his plumber buddy because a roof leak. But you can't expect an addition lead from I, your electrician. I, 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 That's I, I, crazy. I've been doing this for. I've been doing it for. Over forty years now, and how many I have to came su- in? I have to search in my brain for how many times I've gotten a job th- 
through one of my subcontractors. And I'm saying that's and the I'd reason. Like, You're acting like it's mind-blowing. I'm saying I'm it's not, normal. I, think, uh, I don't think it should be normal. I don't know whether or not... Explain it to me. I don't know why Besides the party incident, how else are they generating a job for you? You say it should happen, but you, you gave me one... Give me, give me, you know, you don't meet, they don't meet anyone 365 days of the year. To do I do some service. I don't, you know, in a, but they, maybe they, you know, maybe they're thinking about a bathroom. Maybe they're thinking about a kitchen. You know, we do bathrooms, we do tile work. Um, you know, you're, somebody wants a second floor addition, you know, yeah. like, so somebody just yesterday, Electric we went guy. to go look at something and the guy says, Hey, do you know anybody for, for uh, certification on the chimney? Do you have anybody for, um, what the heck else would they need? And then they need an electrician on top of it. You know, so I mean, it's constant. Like, yes, I have. You know what? I do. Here's my man. Give him a holler. But well, neither well, one of you guys have specific traits. You got you like you got you do siding, roofing, windows, basically all. Somebody that just calls you and thinks you do their whole house. When you call a plumber, he does the damn plumbing. You don't ask him to do your kitchen renovation. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're saying she runs downhill. What I'm saying is you're <laughs> you're saying it's an expectation, and then you're saying it's not an expectation. What I'm saying is it's a subcontractor. For you to accept expect a subcontractor to give you work, I think it's asinine. Oh. I could see if you're saying yeah. one of your GC buddies should feed you something if he don't want it because he's too busy, but a subcontractor feed him. I did, I just if I just, you represented fifty percent of their work, let's take it a little further because I know I have represented individuals 30% of their total volume of work. But that's an expectation. Again, you're saying because of this, it should be this. That's an expectation. Okay. You do uh, things because so, of you, not because so then of I the used, return. I used to do advertising. It wasn't all referral because the, I've had a change over 40 years. There's been a lot of recessions. I've had to reinvent myself many of times. Right, right. So I've done all kinds of advertising and I footed the bill for all that advertising. My subcontractors didn't foot the bill for any of that advertising, but every time I got a job, they got a job. And they came and, to do the work. And, and they came to do the work, but I represented 30% of their business, with which they didn't have to pay for that advertising. I gave them that job for free. I represent so much. You know, but that means your business run. You're looking at the business. I'm just looking where oh, we're talking about teams. So we're all talking about team yeah. building. So is that is that well, not, you're not part, that, is that not part of team are they not part of your team or your subcontractors not part of your team? They are part of your team and they did their no. team effort. You're asking for more. They're a partner. They're they, they did your they're more of a partner. You know, and I'm thinking they're more of a silent partner because they need us as much as we need them, yeah. don't we? Not necessarily. Well, no, they could go somewhere. Else. They could. They could. So that's, could we? But I'm saying well, you're, that's an I, that's like an expectation. No. You're saying, well, I did this for him, so he should do. But that's not. You needed something, and you called a guy, and then maybe in the future he might repay you. If I. But there's plenty of shit I've done throughout my life that ain't nothing come back from, bro. Yeah, and you can't that. expect it. Without like, a doubt. You can't say that some contractor should be feeding you work. That's crazy. I'm just looking at. That's it. what you said, dude. How, how can you're we, like, why can't my electricity? It's not all the time. It's everyone. I'm going through 40 years. I have to search for how many jobs. I can't. Even, I can't even count how many jobs I've done in 40 years. The incredible amount of jobs in 40 years. You know. I, I just. I just. Either. I just. Deal? What? Any subcontractors tossing your work? Yeah, no. No. It's a. It's a normal thing. I'm saying well, you're acting like so, it's mind so blowing. Who, so who do they? So uh, who are they? they yes. So who I'm are they referring the work to? I. I do. Occasionally, okay, no, I, get, I get through like, but it's not going to be a normalcy. Is what I'm saying. People, well, they don't actually. Some of these people that I refer out to, he said it's even occasional. They don't even work for. They don't even work for me usually. They, they're just 
they're I just don't give them know. my customers. Yeah. I say call this guy, right. and then then in return hook me up with somebody who said they wanted a roof or whatever, okay. or they had a lead <clears> or something. Right, but I'm saying that when you hand work, that off, it's a handoff, and if it comes back around, that's great. You're not sitting there like I'm gonna hand this off to this guy and then he better pay me back in three months or I'm gonna be mad and never give yeah, another job. But that's what I'm saying that's coming off as. If you're you're expecting just because you gave a guy a third of his salary that he should give you a third of yours. But he's looking at like, like he's maybe he's looking at like you paid me to do what I what That's I exactly what I'm saying. He had held <coughs> up his bargain. Yeah. You called him up, you needed some help to do something. Yes, you chose him, that's great, but that was still your decision. Mm-hmm. And then he came and did his job and they left. So in your contract, if you want somebody to refer you something, you should put that and say, listen, you need to refer me at least three jobs a year. You can't expect that. That's crazy. Uh, okay, so let's take it a little let's take it a little bit further. So it's your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're working for you. Right. They're performing their task. Okay. Should they be able to put a job their job sign on your job site? Oh, no. You want me my uh, my answer? I'm just I'm, 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 I'm just taking up. Wait, I'm, being, I'm just taking. I'm just being honest. Play it out another way. Do you want my? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you want my answer? Yeah, sure, do. Yes, yeah. they can put it right on there. They wow. can put it wherever the hell they want. All right. Okay. If that's what if that's no, because I believe in the team that you're presenting. Right. So a team is going to be like, hey, if that guy, like, if you would feed him work anyway, right. like people get upset because they're always worried. Uh, about somebody hawking their work. So like if they, like what you're vibing at is like, if they put their job site thing on their job site, that they might angle for work that you should be supposedly be getting because it's your job. Like I don't give a fuck about that. Let them put a sign there, because whatever. Like you get me, like if he's on there doing his job and he wants to put, if he feels like, yo, if he hits me up, like, yo dude, can I throw a sign out front? I've always let subs put their sign because they do, you typically different stuff. Even if it was a carpenter, I'd let them stick it in the front. Because, I don't know, I feel like that's not my basis anyway. And even if I have one, if I want to put a sign up, let's take it up next to them. If we're really partners like that, why does it matter? If we're really partners, this is where I'm getting at is that- But I'm not saying should, he should give me a job. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying he could put a sign on the I'm, job. I'm say, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm saying I find it strange that work doesn't flow in from subcontractors. How do you know these? Though most of them are referrals, and they're the people that you work for. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So then, when I'm there doing work, I'm asking them. So because I know we're finishing the job, particularly in the early years, just is like so a lot of times they'll say, "So where are you going next?" Not really sure. So well, you got a brother or sister? What are they doing? You know, and you throw something yeah, out yeah. in jest to yeah. try to start a conversation. Well, matter of fact, my aunt Susie was yes. thinking about having a, her bathroom refinished. You know, type of thing, and that's how you get your work. Um, well, do the other subcontractors never have conversations like that either. You know, like it's, and it's out of their realm. They you know, might, but they, they could be in different situations. So if they're because if Aunt Susie wants to do a bathroom renovation, there's going to be electrical to that. Yeah. Well, they don't do the bathroom renovation, but Mark, you know, who we work with, who always gives us the work, you know, type, type of thing. Yeah. I'm just looking at that. But how do you know that it never happened? I. I know in my 40 years that it's been extremely rare. No, I'm saying, how do you know that what you're implying didn't happen actually happened? So you're saying that That this guy should have gave you a lead, but who's to say that lead ever occurred in hypothetical speaking? Like you're saying, you're saying this guy never fed you nothing, but what if he never had a phone call that could have fed you anything? 
you're upset about somebody that well, you don't even know. He didn't say like, oh, I gave that job to somebody else and you're mad about it. It's like, well, why didn't this guy ever give me no work? I gave him a third of it. But how do you know he was even getting it? Oh, do you know that? I, I don't know all the answers. I'm just looking about how do you build a big, I'm just talking out saying, how do we build a better team? How is the next generation going to survive? I'm on my way out. I'm done. I'm trying to figure out. I tried to start an incentive plan that a lot of people fought me on. You know, just like I'm not asking you to work any harder. Right. But if you if you work smarter and you work harder, you're going to go home with more money in your pocket. So I just start. I'm, I'm building off of that and saying, well, how strong of a company? Would, you know, well, how strong of a company would you have if your subcontractor were, you know, a little more of your team and understood that system as well? It's just like you know, yeah. you know, you know, make sure you go take care of you know, you know, ex crew. Go take more care of Mark and his jobs because you know we're going to. We, he always feeds us the work. Yeah. And I've had that. I know, I know that there's been extra effort through my subcontractors to make sure they come and take care of us or bump us forward in the schedule. You know, that I know. And I see, 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 so that I know. That's, see, so, that's, if you were saying that, <coughs> like stuff of that nature or the fact, like I would agree with that statement, Mark. Like that's, because, and that's why there's that bond and that's why there's a relationship and that's why you deal with those people because there is that interaction. I just found it strange. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Just got uh-huh. straight to the other. Go ahead. I don't. Yeah, I don't. But I'm saying, like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm just saying, I don't want to act like that's like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't just don't think that's. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I can understand like if you was looking out for them like that, and then they maybe they screwed you over and said we can't get to you for three months, and you were like, really? Then I'd understand because that's like the the lookout, the unforeseen right. lookout. Right. But like the job referral thing, I don't, I don't agree with that. But I'm not saying that it shouldn't maybe happen if you have a good relationship with them and if it came up, maybe it would. Yeah. But I think like the real purpose for us is like GCs and, and business owners is, is to build, not expect. So like by feeding, it, by feeding, okay, by feeding yourself more work, the only thing that really does is guarantee what you just said is when if Priority. something came up, they're going to jump on yeah. it, right? And then by setting that up, they knock that shit out and it makes you look good. It didn't make them look good because you didn't even let them stick a sign out front. Nobody even knows they're on a job. No, I did let them stick a sign out front. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, right? I mean, like, but I, had to throw the, I wanted to throw to interject that out because well, I it's, it's just, you know. But the thing he's is still, that, you know, uh, but I'm going to say it like that. You know what I mean? Like I, that's I what I feel is the trade-off. You know, like, it's just like, really, I just, you know, I did all this work and, you know. I think that's the trade-off, though. But, really, like I'm not saying that the other thing might not and shouldn't happen in a good relationship, but I'm saying I don't think, I don't think you could like I don't know, like I think expecting it would just make you pissed off because most people ain't about that. Like Mark, I'll tell you that. I mean, we've been around a lot of people. Most people ain't like that. I know you've been around a ton of people I like mean, in this. Like I, usually they're looking out, and then that's as far as it goes. But, and if it doesn't get out to you, whatever. It, I know what the advertising budget was at the end of the year, you know, and I know everyone that benefited from the advertising budget, you know, that I put out. And that advertising budget might have been money that I pulled out of my home equity because the economy was so bad, you couldn't buy a job. So now you're spending money that you don't have in advertising that everybody else is going to benefit from. You're just like, well, is everybody else trying to bring in jobs, including your own people that work for you? It's like we're all we're all going to be unemployed. When I okay, there's, there's, there's been years, be there's been years where my salesmen have made more than I do, but I own the company. Right. 
Yeah, it's it's right. the way that it's right. the way that it is. Right. So that's what you sign up for. Fine up for it though. But here's the deal: you if you win, you, you, you win way bigger than the fucking salesman ever will. Right, right. Like you know, you know what it takes. To, to you know, you, you, you got to eat shit. You got to eat shit, and hopefully, you did the right thing. And, and uh, some people win off you. Right. So you may lose shit. You may lose everything. So I, I've been fought on the same thing with the incentive program. I've been I've been fought on the thing where you know, you splitting, the, splitting, the, splitting the money with any money that was saved on the on the labor end to give it to your guys. You know, type of thing. Um, so people you say do bonuses just, at the end of the year. So, well, I I moved on. I'm almost done now. You know, but I used to. Did do, you? Yeah, I did. It was at the end of the year, and at the end of the year when I was given bonuses, there was only so much money at the end of the year, and it always I always. Quite often felt that it was, oh boy, I wish I could have did more. Yeah. Well, maybe I could have did more through the year. So if, you, if you looked at every job, uh, because through the at the end through the year you're making decisions that you you say are in the better interest of the company. Well, you are the company, you know. So you're not you're not reading what your other guys are how they feel, you know, what what they're getting, what they're not. They're getting their their pay, you know, they were saying what they agreed to. What they agreed to, you know, and a lot of times people just say, "Well, they're getting what they what they agreed to." I pay them every week. They put forty hours. I pay them forty hours. They pay, you know, and I shouldn't know any, any more than that. Right. Um, you know, and at the end of their career, you know, they're going to look and say, "Well, what do I what do I got? I got a paycheck all the time that I put in." I mean, you know, like, thing, you know, you trade hours for money. Right. So we when we hire our subcontractors, you know, we're saying. Man, they came in, they knocked it out. We paid how much, you know, for one day, for two days, but they got the job done. And, well, why don't we do that with our own men? Right? The guys went in and they knocked the crap out of it. We bid it for two days, we bid it for three days, we bid it for a week. Yeah. And they got it done in half the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, the money's going to back the company. Now the company can, the company, you, me, you know, oh, it's going to be better if we buy um, new equipment. Yeah. You know, well, it's, or something, <laughs> fire around my head. Um, well, maybe you know they need something in their life. Yeah. Maybe they can use that money now. Mm-hmm. You say, hey, you save that money. You know, so maybe all of that money doesn't directly go to them. Maybe a portion of that money goes to them. And you're going to say, okay, well, we're going to split fifty percent right now on the spot, at the end of the job, fifty percent, and the company's going to bankroll fifty percent. We're going to analyze that at the end of the year. You know, and yeah. see what see what is there. Because people say, "Well, we made all that extra money. You're giving it away." Now, you made the money that you put at the tail end anyway. Every time that job comes in and finishes on time, whatever your markup was, you're guaranteed to make that. And if they got done three days early, there's three more days in the year for the company, us, the owners, to make more money, yeah. and for them to make more money as well. The team players, yeah. and I don't think it's. Uh, it's ever really talked about much and looked at it that way. Well, I've seen it a couple different ways, right? So end of the year profit sharing, mm-hmm. that way the company knows if they had any money left over <clears throat> and they they give you a certain share of that and then they give you vested shares. So you have to be there five years mm-hmm. before you can fully be fully get your money. Right. You, so it's an incentive to keep the employee at their spot for at least five years. Right. So that they can at least cash out. Now, there's good and bad to that right. dichotomy. To that right. is, I'm just dragging my feet until that four year comes. Because right. I really hate this fucking job. And there's fifty thousand yeah. dollars that I can yeah. get if I right. fucking wait 
right. another year that I hate this job. Right. 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 So that there's counterproductive right. incentive. Then there's the what you're talking about where okay the job broke, um, and uh, you know the, the, we made we the company made their money. This is what you guys made extra, right? Because this right. was this was I didn't account for this. Right. So you get. So the, the, this is how they do that. They break it down. The foreman gets X amount of percentage, right. and, the, and the two underneath, mm-hmm. they get to let the foreman decide who gets what percentage out of that. Okay. So the foreman is essentially mm-hmm. making sure that he can correctly give it to the person that had his back. So now right. there's some competition between right. the two. Okay. Um, and I've seen that work out well, especially right. in, my, in right. my type of business, right. where there's... Um, a crew of guys right. as a foreman right. and they have a time crunch and yeah. and and they have only so much time to get yeah. it done right you know you have a full, you have a day yeah they got it done a half day went to the next job it's right. like oh shit you know what i mean yep. same yeah. thing you're yeah, talking same about. right yeah. Yeah. So, so but you're so the company t- double dips and, 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 it's and, totally people, and people win right but people win as a result of that your share people win so they right. feel like they feel <clears> great about it yeah. and you can probably send them home that day yeah go home go home some extra money i've done that plenty of times we're done for the day this is our task for the day. I don't care if we get done in three hours yeah. or we get done, you know, it takes us 10. Yeah. This is the task for the day. It's, you know, and there's mm-hmm. a type of thing. And I don't and like the rush in setups because then there's the dichotomy. I don't, I don't either, but it's just, it's, you go too fast and it's shitty work. Right, you can't, yeah. you can't do that either. Yeah. It, we, we, and we all know that. It's, it's um, but it's good that you stated it. But I mean, you can't have that either. Yeah. So, because otherwise you just don't get the referral and you don't get the next job. So, right. no, there's, um, there's definitely a balance that has to be maintained without a doubt. Yeah. So, so you, so minus like management of a team or whatever, I, I think teams are going to be tough to make with the lack of labor. Yeah. At this point, what's out there? It's, it's yeah. not really many. So with my son getting started now, starting at his age, twenty four. I started when I was twenty two. You know, he's he's going to be in a really good position because people say I don't think does he know it. Does he realize? I, I tell him. I tell him. Right. I says, you know, you're really going to be. He does the boy too because he's seeing amongst his friends how many people don't know how to do anything. Yeah. They just don't have to do anything at all. They can't change light. They're scared to change the light bulb. You know. So, um, well, there's two screens. That's not good for them, but it's good for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, um, no, he, he sees that, and he already knows what's taken to, to try to. He already knows that he's going to need help. Yeah. You know. So I'm there for him to, to do the things. That he's not capable of doing, and he will. You know? be and he he will. Yeah, and he's been around me for a long time, and um, it's never been in the lead position. So it's now it's giving, finding the time during the job to share the knowledge that I have. That's tough. Yeah. Is to be able to, to see you're cutting rafters, you know, you're cutting rafters, cutting stairs, cutting because so many times when we're cutting rafters, I, 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 my one of my specialties was to tear off the top of the house, put a second floor on, put a door on. Yeah. Well, it's not like building a new house. You might be able to slow down your pace. It doesn't affect anything. I'm buying everything within that home if I tore the top of the house off. So it's just like, if I'm cutting rafters, they're doing something, you know, and I'm cutting, I'm buzzing all the rafters, we're getting ready. So as soon as we're ready, we're throwing them off type of thing. But it's hard to teach. Uh, then you, but you, if you try you to don't teach, teach it. You have to teach it. It's it, a, it, <laughs> it, it becomes this guy wandering around, not really knowing what to do. Yeah. Once they know it, though, yeah. it's frightening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the win. And the teaching is that they get to do it 100%. So if like you, had a, you had a small shed, you know, you had a small addition, you know, cut all the rafters and put them up. They don't work out. All right, I'll, I'll eat the material on 20 rafters. Yeah. You know, I'll cut them again. I'll do it again. 
So, um, live or die. You have to be a live and learn. They, 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 they have to fail. They fuck off. <laughs> well, they have to fail to learn. <laughs> but if they, don't, if they don't learn, <clears throat> so then, it, then it's time to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I have two rules yeah. uh, about uh, people that stay with me. Either they're either they stay and they're good. Right. Either they're stupid. Yeah. Right. And I fire you because you're stupid. Right. Or you're an asshole and you're doing something intentional right. and you leave either way. Right, right, right. <laughs> One of the two. Like, if you're overly stupid, you're out. If you're an asshole, you're out. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, I'll take it one more step further since we're right there. Did you ever think of doing anything where you you shared in the savings to the men, uh, to the company, you know, to the thing? Because they are on the company. We're talking about building team. Everybody's talking about team, team, team. Yeah. I see so much of it on social media. Yep. You know, oh, our team, our team, our team. And I question the benefits that those players of the team are going to see and how well off they'll be and their families when it's time if they stay with you. You know, right. they're gonna give you thirty years, you know, type of thing. Why what are they gonna see at the end? I don't I don't yeah. want to see so, any of my guys stay with me so, for thirty years. Oh let's I want them let's, to go do their own thing. Do you? Yeah. Well I don't want that I don't want that, but I want, want that. that. Yes. It's interesting. It's interesting. because uh, I, I, I can go somewhere else with that too, with that thought process. Um but on the material ends, I started to give some thoughts to that too. How much material do we waste on the job? You know, because we always we, we estimate a job, we usually estimate what we need, maybe a little bit more type of thing. And we always seem to end up buying more because it's you're better to have it on the job than be sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But then it doesn't ever make it back to the yeah. supply house for credit. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's really not much incentive for the guys to care. At the end of the job, they, they clean up and they throw it in a dumpster. They All gotta right. get out of there. So, so, they, it rained that day, so we want to protect the lawn. We're gonna take the plywood. Put it on the lawn, you know, yeah. and then that was the plywood though that was sheeting on the wall. So there's nothing wrong with that plywood. Right. You know, make a little money or something, you can rinse it off and you can still use it on the wall. Yeah. But it said the wow in the water, another 20 sheets of plywood. Mm-hmm. Well, if they were part of that share, you know, again, it can't be all of it. It's yeah. starting to think about that, right? How do we use dumpsters? How many times dumpsters? Everybody just throws it in there. We're all done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all full. Neighbor comes really? over. Can I throw <laughs> some shit in there? Yeah, I'm fucking done. It's, it's all hollow. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're getting another, another dumpster type of thing. So there's ways to, for a company to, you know, to save money. But that's, how many times? They don't think about that. They don't, not because it's not, there's, there's no benefit. There's no real benefit to them in their pocket. For well, that, there's a way to incentivize it financially. Yeah, but, but there's also a way to incentivize it as um, doing the right thing, being the right, the right kind of person. Yeah, yeah. Um, be, you, to, know, you know, be, being a true professional, and then to to teach them and understand that, that that's how. If you were going to go, this is why I said I want I want them to leave. Yep. If you yep. were to do this yourself, right. What are you going what to do? Right? right? I don't. Right. If you're going to leave, then let's talk right. about. You know, you got to save this piece right. of wood because it's yeah. going to the next job. Right. But you know, yeah. who the fuck wants to save this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's why. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, since you said, uh, mm-hmm. what if it costs more to have that guy climb around in that dumpster for the whole fucking day than to pay for two dumpsters that you need to drive? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. What if it takes? What if it takes? more to do what you're suggesting you you grab all the remaining pieces mm-hmm. i don't care if it's like eight sheets or something the amount of time it would take your pm or your whatever guy to hop in a truck waste the gas to drive the bitch back sometimes it's just better to throw it in the dumpster i know sometimes he does I it because of that reason i say if you're not going back to the job that day the crew is still on the site yep. and they have one square under that they have 
and we know the dumps are getting pulled the next day, they are directed to throw it out. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if you're there at the end of the job, there's a square, mm -hmm. you're taking it back. Right. If there's more than a square, we're calling the supply house. They're coming to pick it up. Right. And, and and I want them to take the accessories mm -hmm. into the trucks when right. they leave. Right. But like, there's a there's like a right. you got clear line right. Right. between wasting material mm -hmm. and losing money right. on trying to yep. save the material, yeah. which is what you're saying. Because yeah. we've only bid we bid so much into the job. That, that's what's bid. So any any overage over that is coming off that bottom line. It takes, you know? And as the owners, you're taking a hit on all of this. Yeah. You know, we just take a hit. So I, how, I was looking for how do I cushion myself on the hit? Get so more work. If I can stop penny pinching. That's my outlook. Okay. So there's a line between losing money and being efficient mm -hmm. and, and putting and, and getting money back and, and putting returning material <clears throat> to a supply house. Well, I was saying like your better return on investment would be to angle for more work because that's more cash flow. Sure. But I look at like my guys will be like, I have to, I'll, I'll leave the job and leave the three square on the ground. The next day I'll drive. 40 minutes to go pick it up, drive to the supply house, drop it yeah. off. I'm thinking, okay, yeah. you're driving, the liability, <laughs> you get in an accident, yep. the gas, the tolls, the time, I could have you somewhere else making money, throw it in the fucking trash right. at that right. point. Right. No. Well, you, I'm just saying from my, you know my point of view, and my point of view comes from people that have your aspect of life, of save everything, it gets cluttered in a fucking garage, it's all in the way, you never use it. Oh. They say one day, if, if I throw it out, the day I throw it yeah. out, I'm going to need yeah. it. Like, that shit's annoying. So, I've never seen this section that you're talking about where the guy actually takes it to F back to the Home Depot or to the lumber warehouse and returns it. It always sits in some garage somewhere. Yeah. And the guy said, right. make sure you bring that back. No, because I stick it in the pile in the garage, and you're like, bro, you we didn't garage, do nothing right? with this fucking pile. I sold my garage. Throw the fuck I out. I, I got stuff around since 1983, so right. yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that's why I'm looking at it. That's why I don't fuck with it. It needs to go out. It's a perfectly good window, you know what I mean? I'll so fuck with that, dude. Is it really? Yeah, Sometimes know, so, it's not. Well, Brandon in a box is perfectly good window. I have an 8 you know, by 10, never went back, you know, I have so. an 8 by 10 garage as a, as a roofing company. Yeah. That's because right. I don't want anything. Right. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking at. I'm just looking at You look at your truck and you see all the stuff that you... You, you bought on the spare at the moment because you couldn't afford it. It was your last day going back. I may need these screws. I may need an extra tube of caulk. I mean, you know, like blah, 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 blah. And you look at them all and then they're rolling around in the truck forever. Just, you know, I'm, I try to find myself now. You know what? Done with it. That job's done. It's going back now. If you it know, doesn't have you know, a place, you know, it goes in the trash. That's my, <clears throat> but that's because of the stuff you're talking about. That, like, I grew up like that. Like, you know what I mean? And then the people so, I worked with were the same way. So then, even sometimes I'll, like what you're saying, sometimes I'll be like just sidetracked and worried about all the shit, and then all of a sudden my truck's a wreck. Mm -hmm. Really bad. Right. And all over, my freaking, my bins are all fucked, like shit's all where it's not supposed to be, and you're like, yo, hold on. And you gotta go through all your shit, yeah. and make sure it's back yeah. where it's supposed to be. Right. But that's just the fucking yeah. craziness of our lives. Yeah. I mean, I. I, I found it's it a struggle. It's every day. See, when you need home, you're trying to clean up your truck. If it, you know, you, you get a couple days where it was shitty and you, and you, you fucking and put it back right. It's not like truck. money solves everything. No. Because I've taken people from, you know, $12, $15 an hour jobs and turned around and changed the, the, the backbone of the company and did all prevailing work and great work. So now you're talking $35 an hour to push a room, $11 an hour uh, benefit package. They were making so it's like 
okay, look at the raise agents got, you know, type of thing. But there was no change in their effort. Well, we're doing that type of work. You have to pay us that per, per hour type of thing. And just like, but did you, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you come in the following morning and said, like, you got to go, you got to go here and take the, you know, and you go do the job. Oh, well, we left all the tools, you know, on the other job. Like, you couldn't put the brooms and the shovels and the things back in the truck. You know, like, well, we thought we were going back, and, you know, you know, we just left them where they were. Nobody was going to steal them. I'm like, great. So now we're not prepared to where you got to go because of a phone call that came in the night before. You know, so building a team's tough. Yeah. And that's all I'm getting at. Is how, a lot of how do we efficiencies? How do we build a better team? Yeah. I also think you know. there's, like, dude. There's less manpower. Man. What, uh, They're also not you. The what, uh, <laughs> what I'm getting at is there's a lot of expectation involved in this. As, as business owners, we are responsible for some of the things you speak of. So like that thing that where something's in its wrong place, well, the guy that you pay an hourly rate to, that's not technically his responsibility because like he said, he's there and it's not a good outlook to look to have. But at the end of the day, that's truth. And yeah, he should be there for other reasons because that will better the company. But at the end of the day, he's really just there to do a job and leave. And if he fucks something up, that's on us because we run a business and make out at the end of the day. We can't, ex- I don't know. I just, we talk, I just if feel we like- talk team, then we talk they are the company. I you know what I mean? If you want to talk, we need to have a team. Then you have to say, then you but are part the of the team, company. They have to be part of the company. You know, otherwise they it's are. not that fit. You know, the limey part of the football no. team? He sits they're, in the same spot the whole time and smacks people. They're, they're absolutely part of the football so team. So then why are you yeah. saying what you're saying? It's it's the same, you, it just sounds a little controversial to me. You want it to be the same, like two quarterbacks. There's not two quarterbacks. There's one quarterback, one in the field. He runs shit. That she was the business owner. You run shit. Right. You have linemen. You have wide receivers. You have tight ends. Mm-hmm. So the guy that dropped the ball on the first, you know, before the first down, your running back, who was supposed to grab that ladder, you as the captain, gotta go grab that fucking ladder. Look, this is the way I look at it. You can't you can't lead from the front all the time. Um, if you lead from the front, that means you can't see what's behind you. So like that means meaning if you're leading right now and you're putting that nail mm-hmm. and you're nailing that fucking right. plywood up. You're leading from the front, right? Right, and you can't see anything that's going on behind you. Right. So who knows what they're doing, right? Absolutely. If you go leading from the back, you can't see what's going on in the front. Mm-hmm. It's not really sure if that fucking mm-hmm. dude's doing what he's supposed right. to be doing. But it's leading. It's like kind of in the middle. You got to be able to jump up there and be mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fucking do that and yeah. jump back." Yeah. And then you're all the way to the back, and you got to right. be like, "Because oh, it pushes be that guy that didn't that fucked up the first time to realize that that isn't your job, and maybe he never realizes that, but that means he's not a good fit for your company. You can't expect. That to be everyone at well, like I find that with some of the people I worked with or for, depending on how they looked at it, right? Them guys, what they want is somebody who wants to run a business because they're done with running their business and they want somebody to take their job to make their job easier. Mm-hmm. But what they don't realize is that guy they're looking for. He's going to start his own fucking company. I'm glad you went there because we needed to go there. This so where we started with this. That's real life. Where we should be upset about it. Where? Because that's the that's the the, okay. the craft passing along that you speak of. Uh, 
because you yes. teach him and then he's supposed to go. And then by that, so you we're, build. So we're forever looking not for employees. Gonna, so where did we start? We started like we're always the looking owner. for work. But well, because the owners, you're always starting looking for work and then you're always looking you for employees. And you're always looking for employees because, you know, either the guys don't fit or they, or right. they, they want it. Because, because they look at us as the owners saying, well, they're making all the money. I can do that. And let them go so, find out that they can't, and then they come back saying, "Hey, can I work for you again?" And they will. And, and they will. Okay. Well, well, some will. But, yeah. but, but, don't you want that guy that can do it? I've had plenty of guys work for me that had their own businesses, are capable of running their own business, and they know that they no longer want that. Mm -hmm. What a team that was at that awesome. period of time. And then the economy crashed. Okay, and people had to go their special. I had unbelievable the talent on my team. Where guys, could, you know, they were cabinet makers. I can't do. It. I can't build cabinets. They built cabinets on a freaking job site. That wasn't what I did. You know, but I would have the vision to see twenty steps down the road. That was the God point. If we don't do this over here. That ain't gonna work over there. But that you know, crashed because of workflow. You know, it right, which is not which, because of which the is, team, which is. Which is tied into the economy in bringing in work. If there's no there work, there's businesses we're that all stayed alive. You can't say that. Say there's plenty of businesses that made it through the crash, and there's plenty of businesses that have not. Right, but that's yeah. life. Just like a guy that sucks that comes to work for you. So we say, okay, so we bring it around, and we say, well, how come when there's so few craftsmen out there? That's a problem. Maybe a lot of analyzed. It isn't worth it. It isn't worth being self-employed. It isn't. You want to know my theory well, behind it? Go, go ahead. But yeah, yeah, I do. I want to hear it, but I, I think that's part of it. Yeah. But go ahead. But yeah. What's your thoughts? Yeah. My theory is that uh, first of all, we do a very bad job as parents, um, and we discourage kids from the beginning to to only college, mm -hmm. and, and that's a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, some people like that kind of stuff, and you should like be like push them that way. But no, right. you have to do this, right? right? So that's the first thing. Second is, I don't think that a lot of um, people, once they get into it, get a good uh, teacher, leader, in the trades. And I think that is a problem as well. Because we're, we're, we, if we own the business, we can do the work. It right. doesn't mean we're good people mm -hmm. at managing anybody. And that's a whole different thing. It doesn't game. mean that we're the best at doing the work either. It might not. But I mean, also people we're have more talent than shittier as leaders, mm -hmm. and so now you get a guy who was somewhat interested in doing the work, and the fucking boss is a dick, doesn't doesn't train you, pays you like shit, treats you like shit, mm -hmm. and you're like, fuck that shit. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go do something else. I'd rather sit at home, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna quit. And a lot of it is our fault as well. So I think those two things are the first like two knocks on our industry. I think you can go right back to where you started with it and blame the education. It starts there. It starts right at the education. Yeah. It starts with the parents. You know? So, it, and the idea behind it. But, well, maybe the parent, but not the parents get that ideal and that ideology because of the influence of their education system. Okay, fair, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So, because I'll take it, because I, I know for myself that I was very insecure. You know, I was, was it's academically. I wouldn't do it at all. Yeah. You know, exactly. So I, I never started to succeed until I could finally go to vocational school in my junior year. You know. So through all of my year, my, my upbringing in grade school and even the beginning of high school, is I felt less of myself because I wasn't Johnny who made the honor roll. You know, whose stickers on the back of the car. Well, my Johnny made the honor roll type of thing. So so he's 
So that that Johnny will say, you know, for lack of another word, you know, is is good at reading, good at retaining, and good at spitting out the information, but can't change a tire. You know, doesn't have the physical ability or the mental ability to change a tire or change a light bulb. Does he need to? Sort of thing. He doesn't. Well, that's his skill. It's a it's a different, right? but it's it's a it's a different mindset. But I look at it as if I'm not important. Okay, I'm not qualified. I'm not because I don't meet their stand their ABC standard of what is intelligence. Don't sit in that mold. Okay, because intelligence was rated on. What you can read, what you can obtain, and what you can reiterate. Right? If you believe okay. their system. So, but well, I believe there's the system is faulty. You know, that's my that's my point. You know, and that's where we go back into. So the crafts. When so you right off the bat, the the crafts are, you know, it's uh, well, it's it's the crafts. It's you know, type of thing. Trades, you know, it's yeah. a it's a, it's a trade person. You know, you but when your college. car breaks down, you need a mechanic. Yeah. You know, and when your roof leaks, and it's all that you need. You know, you need the roofer. And you need the carpenter because the tree fell on and it broke the rafters, you know. And now there's no electrical power from the storm, and now you're calling the electrician. So I met a young electrician that was on a job site, and we were talking about educate, you know, we were talking about these types of things. And he was running this commercial job, and he was, I think, four years into his apprenticeship. And as we started to talk, he started to say his, his shoulders started to droop, his head started to go down, and we were we were pretty close. Uh, we were talking, you know, pretty much like this, on a, like a heart to heart, one to one. And and uh, so as as we're doing it, um, he's saying like, yeah, well, maybe I should have went to college. I should have did that. My parents wanted me to do that. And I turned around and went, just like this, I'm like, would you do that? I says, you're running this freaking commercial site. You're running all these power lines where they go in this commercial building. When the power goes out and that freaking hurricane hit just a little bit ago, who did they call to put the power on in their house? They called you, you know? And what happened? He perked up and his shoulders went back. And he felt a lot more prouder of himself and his capabilities and who he was as an individual, you know? And we don't get credit for that. Right. And I take great offense to the education system for denying us that, yeah. you know? That I really think pisses even, me the hell off. I think that's a self-work you know? issue, though. Uh, it's, self no, it's, 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 it's a, what do you call it in the, in the, you're looking for approval or like, like appreciation from something. Like if you know what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing, I don't know. What? He, he didn't feel good about himself because he didn't go to college. Himself though. Be How's he going to not feel good about himself because of someone else? It's like, it's like a stereotype, right? You're, it's like the American dream, right? <coughs> you're supposed to get married. Get a Dude, house. I know. You have kids. I grew up in the right? stereotype, okay. and I didn't do it. And I don't feel yeah, some type of way because somebody looks at me weird. Somebody's looked at me weird at me my whole life, not just because I didn't go to college. Okay, your parents have told you this. You've been almost brainwashed to a point where you've been told if you go that route, you're a loser. You know what I mean? And that's basically what you're saying. It's unacceptable to do that. Well, that's yeah, the generalized... Yeah, my parents didn't say that. But, but I think, yeah. it's, I think yeah. what happened when uh, when all the shit hit the fan with the coronavirus, who the fuck was still working? The biggest, the important. most important people, the truck drivers by far. Yeah. Because the shit still had to get out. Yeah. Everyone else could sit the fuck home. Mm-hmm. These guys had to get that shit to right. the stores yep. so that people could buy out all the toilet paper. Yeah. And no one, had, no one could wipe their ass anymore. Yeah. The fundamental shit, the stuff that everybody jokes about but it says don't go get that job is what runs this fucking country but that's no that's normal because everyone in your life 
you take for granted the shit that's the usual. That's what you do. So the stuff that's normal, like the guy that comes and fits your plumbing is normal. You just call him, he comes, fixes it. Or the electrician comes, he fixes it, he goes. If if it was a different scenario where he called him and the guy sucked and left, then it would be different. But it's it's just like a, a phone call. You know what I mean? Just take it for granted. That's what I mean. It's 100% take it. It's not the same. I'm not saying it's not. It's not. It's okay. I'm just saying it's for taking it for granted. Plenty of business owners that have done very well, you know, as the economy goes up and down. You know, when the economy goes down, we take our crashes. But there's times, you know, we've done financially better than a lot of other people. As far as I'm concerned, right now, I've never seen any more more people spend money and and raise prices. Yeah. Yeah, and and the and the plywood's going up. The, we can't get materials, right? But still, I raise prices, and still people are signing off. Right. It's insane. I've yeah. never seen it. No, I builder home builders yeah. insane. I was, and I was home trying builders. To, yeah, I wanted to do a video about it. I wanted to ask people this: like, so, what? Why is this is the first economic downturn in my lifetime um, that people are spending money? Scary. Every other scary? recession we had, it makes no sense. It makes no you sense. Know, let's, I'm trying to figure it out. Something's you know, wrong. It's just like, okay, because yeah, I started in the recession of 80, you know, and then 87 stock market crashed. And in, by 93, even though the stock market crashed in 87, you were lucky you could buy a job in 93. You know, I remember working somewhere between 87 and 93, you know, working for gas money for the day. You know, just so that I had money, like gas money for the week that I can go around and hopefully meet somebody else. Like the job to do, there's always your job option, one one day jobs at a time. It's like all there was. You back to doing multiple jobs at the same time. No, we're doing all fiction work. There was no there was no jobs. You know, it it just so I went from so in '87. So you put some proportion to it. In '87, the stock market crash, I had almost broke. um, uh, oh, so by the way, I started the fire. We should probably go outside before okay. the fire is going. Okay. Uh, we have plenty of stick around. We'll throw some shit on there. So. Oh, we have a minute. Yeah. We're going to go. We're going to go. Um, we can move them. $900,000 worth of volume crashed to $300,000 worth of volume. How do you plan like for lost. that? It was just like, so I built my company. I thought I had a great company going. You know, I was running five, seven jobs, jobs at a time, down. 10 to 12 people, you know, on a regular basis. Yeah. The guys that had the talent, that most of them ended up going into business at some point in time on their own, um, type of thing, because we all broke up. Yeah. Because I couldn't bring in the work anymore because there was no work. Yeah. There just wasn't any. And this, this generation that we have now, what they're seeing, you know, um, it's, an, it's, a it's an illusion. It's a win. It's a win, but it's also an illusion. They're, they're, they're going to see winning, 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 winning. And then if nobody's preparing, that this stuff, up. you know, crashes. All you have to do, I happened to Google this morning about recessions. All you have to do is say, you know, uh, list all the recessions since the Great Depression, and you'll see how often they occur, the recessions, and how long they say they last for, which is bogus. They say they last like four months, ten months. I'm like, these things last for years. Yeah. The recovery lasts for years. Yeah. The recession might have been on paper. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they gauge it off of. A thousand, I don't know, you know how the banks <clears throat> but, and the government are just continually printing this money for PPP loans. Mm-hmm. And give, now giving it to 1099 contractors who weren't allowed, self-employed right. people weren't allowed to get this stimulus money. Right. Uh, you know, 1099 salesmen, uh, 1099 like contract contract workers who, who aren't typically allowed to go on employment because right. they have to eat shit right. or find another job. Right. 
now they're giving those guys these loans. But they, but they, but they also, they here, here's the term, forced majeure. Okay, they forced independent home owners yeah. to not work. Right. Okay. So at some point, I had you had work to do. Yeah. But hey, no, you're telling me I can't. Do, no, right. you're telling me I can't do it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're so from that standpoint of the compensation, just like it's like, well, yeah, I agree in the compensation. Because you stop me from working. It's right. called force majeure. It's actually a legal term. You yeah. can look it up. Maybe you want to put it in your contracts. Yeah. But it's things that are out of your control. Right. You know, there's a hurricane, there's an attack of dog. Interesting. Okay. So um, um and you don't hear about that. So there's there's two sides of that coin. Yes, you know, it's overpaid type of thing, and there's some problems with that because why go back to work if you're being paid more than what you had before? In the same token, if you're if you're forced to stop working, just like working. Like, what, now what are you supposed to do? You know, I've been, um, I'm, I'm, I've been an active member of society, producing for society, the yes. community, for X amount of years. You know, so I don't. There is no. Yes, I knew that it wasn't entitled to. You know, an unemployment type of thing. You know, that type of compensation. But you are. But you can't. But you can't. But you are under that. You know, for the point that they forced you to stop working. Right. No, I get could, that. You know, so you my get concern, that. I understand. My concern. You know the PPP money, which is um, forgivable money, yeah. so that you you can. It's basically yeah. unemployment. So, so they say. So yeah. that you're not yeah. on unemployment, yeah. right? right? But there's like let's say you get a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, and that's considered taxable. So right. I'm going to tax you on. They're going to still tax you on a hundred thousand dollars, even though it's forgivable. Right. So that's number one. Right. So people got to be ready for that. They yeah. took that loan, whatever they got out of it. Right. Then there's the EIDL loan, right. which some of my guys that. That worked for me. Um, they got a massive chunk of money. Did they? Yeah. On a thirty-year, three percent <coughs> payback, <coughs> and they and like a minimum fee of like I don't know, seven hundred dollars a month. Right. And they're like, they're like, I got to spend it on like business expenses, mm-hmm. so they're going to buy right. a car, and, right. You know, for right. business, right. And write that off, right. which is a smart move. Right. The fuck else are you going to do with the money? Yeah. Yeah. Right? right, and and you have to pay it back. Right, yeah, yeah. So I'm afraid for the people that aren't successful. Yeah, uh, turn making money. Right, what's going to happen yeah. to that? And then what's the economy going to look like after that? And then we just keep printing money. It's like, yeah. what's the it, it, it's like, where does that? Right, when you stop that, and right. then how 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 worthless is my money going to be? I have an account now, right. compared to five years from now, because they just print shit. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah. Yeah, when you get that fire hit outside for a while. Fire is already dead. Come on. Fire's dead already. We'll have to get it ready. Oh, we'll get it going again. Yeah, I'm ready for the retreat. Take some chairs out there. We're going to move all this? Just take a chair. Yes, we got to clip to the fucking toast jaw.
Mark, you coming, dog? Amen. Oh, all right. Yeah, I know. I didn't even light it that long ago, neither. No, I just we'll just transfer over. Stop being, you know. You guys are like talking about the weirdo shit in the news and stuff. Like that shit needs to go somewhere. I'm just saying, they can hear about that on the fucking news, fellas. Yeah, where we got head on. I thought the other stuff was head bag. No, we're good, Mark. I'm fucked. My job. Mark said, fuck you. I'm going to make the biggest fire you've ever seen. That's what he just said. Okay. Get caught on audio. It doesn't like to go silent. 
Well, he's already starting out. He's already been oh, started. We're halfway through the fucking podcast, bro. You think we're just randomly Hey, you know, it's not. It's, it's, it's nothing's planned. It doesn't freaking play. That's the way it is. You know, that's the way it is. You know, so. It's, it's kind of cool because we used to use the freaking headsets and shit. Right. Uh, you know, it's so nice to be able to just you know, sit outside, you know, like in the dark. I made a lot of friends through, you know, through the construction years, and uh, I, I, I just moved one that, that had a mason back in my house, and all of his kids get four children, and then even the girls get to the job site, lug the lock, mix the mortar with the dad. Really? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, he even had, like, diapers or something show up one time. I'm going to have to be over here with this camera because I already know we're not going to be able to even hear none of that shit. What's interesting about it is we never hung out after work. We never got together that way. Folks, I don't know how many lunches and breakfasts we had on the job site, you know, together. And um, we were always there for each other, whatever one. Helped me out when I needed him. I helped him out when he needed me. But I didn't realize until he passed away at an earlier age. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't a direct family member of mine, you know, this is a, this is a business friend. And I don't know what it was, and to this day, I'm still telling the story, yep. you know, everything, that I formed that bond with someone that, we, you know, we, I guess we broke bread all the time, like I said, at breakfast and lunch. We never did it supper, we never did it weddings and things like that, we, you know, people say they have what friends you have, yep. like, really good friends, yeah. you know, and I and didn't realize how good of a friend and how he affected my life until that time that he passed, yeah. you know, so I still see the kids, and one just happened to call me the other day, and I'm just like, man, oh, that's, here? that's strong, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's really cool. How long have you been here? I've been here for, um, I've been in, in Allen Township my whole life, uh, I've been here at this site now since so I guess like 32 years. You grew up here? I grew up in this town, so yeah. Yeah. So, I was fortunate enough to uh, uh, grow up in a cul-de-sac with the woods behind me and a lake down the ravine type of thing and go fishing at the end of the day and, you know, when we were young with my brother and, uh, and the lake used to be. You said you did the, what, the... We did the ice skating, we did the ice skating off of the... You did the ice skating and then you did the water skating. Oh, the water skating became big, you know, once <laughs> I became, yeah, I really became big, I guess, when we were, as far as cooking. Yeah, um, that really became big. Uh, we'd get three people, and, you know, that's when there was the cell phone. So you actually had to call somebody. Somebody had to be home. There was a uh, tape recorder, and you'd leave, a, you'd leave a message, you know, and you'd say, Yo, Danny, you know, uh, we're going to be at the dock at 4 o'clock, you know. And there'd be, and there'd be you know, his ski, his jacket, and, and a bucket of chicken, you know, or a six-pack of beer or something. And, you know, they were really good times, and they had really good friendships. Pull a little ski club, we'll be out there. We probably roll the water five five days a week. You know, we go after work and then we'd be there Saturdays and Sundays. That was really you know, special time. Yeah. How'd you get into contracting? I got I got basically got forced into self-employment. Um, I mean, I went to vocational school, like I said, and put the two years in there. I always liked it. I was like the bill or something. Yeah, you know, even in school, I used to look out the windows 
27 or 28, you're saying? I've been like 26. Okay, 26. Yeah, 26. Like 26. So then um, I got, I built my parents somewhere in there around maybe 25. Keep going. I built Five, my, my, my first edition, which was my parents' first edition. Uh, so that was my first experience of actually running the whole job and built the edition for my parents. And from there, uh, the, the economy was finally getting better because 80 was the recession. So like what you're so so eighty you know eighty um, so we had that run from like eighty four so the stock market crashed in eighty seven okay you know, so they had like three years three of years. really good run of things the economy was really booming um, the banks were lending money right, right. and um, a lot of people were putting additions on their house so I started to get a reputation for doing second floor additions okay. which set me apart from everybody else because there was a lot more responsibility there off the top of somebody's house and they're still living in it. Logan. Was there many people doing it at the time, or you there guys was. sort of? There was. Well, no, there wasn't a lot of guys doing it. There wasn't a lot of contractors doing it. Um, so I kind of knew I was only competing against maybe two or three other guys that would really try to engage in that. Right. Because it was it was more difficult. You know, right. You, you, the average guy wasn't going to say they could do an addition, but tear up the top of the house. You had to pull together six, seven guys, and within four days, you better, you better be in close because it's going to rain on you. 
you better be done. Yeah, you gotta have the process down. Right. You gotta know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, you gotta, it ain't be, can't be your first one when you're ripping off the second floor. Yeah, you know, so you started. I started with the dormer, probably. You know? That's what I mean. You yeah. figure it out, and then you go, okay, let's do the whole bitch. We're doing the whole bitch. <laughs> yes. You ripped that motherfucker off. We better run faster. Yeah. You get them yeah. DJ on. Uh, I have a story. We, I forget what year it was in, but we, we did one, um, and it was pretty close to a, to a firehouse. Here's a really good story. So we we tear off the top of the house and agree with the people like this is the perfect week to do the job. There's no freaking rain in the forecast. No way to go out. We tear off the whole top of the house. I've got my tarp you know, that I purchased that was going to cover the whole top of the house. A friend of mine's coming home from work. He says, "There's a huge freaking storm coming." And I was like, "Really? This about." You know, maybe three o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm still planning on working at eight thirty because it's like this time of year. You know, like I got hours left in the day, but now I don't. <laughs> right? So um, now it starts. Now we're talking pouring torrential rains coming down. We're puffing plywood up, right? And you're grabbing it, you're just throwing it across all the joists so you can get up the get up the tarp. Then I stretch out the tarp, and the tarp is short, right? Because there's because you buy a tarp and you start whatever the tarp was. Right? We'll say 24 by 50. Well, it's never 24, yeah. and it's never a full 50. Right, because so I got to do the flip over, and if somebody uh, fucked up the edge, they got to cut it shorter. It's like six inches too short. I'm sure. <laughs> so, of course, I got a couple guys working for me. I belong to the firehouse. They got all kinds of tarps. All right? Ha. I'm just like, I just call them. It's like, no, nah, I don't want to, you know, we don't want to call that. And then it's really pouring and freaking freeze, and the puddles are getting between the joists. You know, type of thing. Like, yeah. all right, give my, go ahead, give him a call, go you know, see if you can get another extra tarp. Because I'm already, I already called for a tarp for my supply house. I just, bring me a freaking tarp that you got, a roll of plastic. They're like, where are you? Where are you? And he's not here yet, right? <laughs> and then the guy, when a guy finally arrived, he says, man, I'm driving, I got this tarp, and then it's raining, and I started thinking, like, I got this tarp. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so, I hear sirens. The sirens are going off. All right. You're leaving the fire asses. I'm thinking, like, that better not be for me. Stop. They show up. It's for me. What the they fuck? sent a freaking fire engine there, right? Is that right? So now, so now it looks, it looks like the house exploded. There's no top on this house, right? Because, you know, you throw up the top of the house. And you oh, shit everywhere, yeah. You throw it down to the ground. I got a crew on the ground picking it up, putting it in the dumpsters or filling it. And it looks like the fire engines are everywhere. Yeah. Now it's like 4.30. It's rush hour. People are coming home. You know, there's a lot of traffic in that area. I'm like, oh, my God. So, um, no damage downstairs. There be a little leak here or there on the corner against the edge of the house. No big deal. Um, so, day goes by, and now we're up to the now we're up to the ceiling. I got the walls. I got the floor done. Probably three days, two or three days later, I got the walls <coughs> up, and I throw all of the ceiling joists on the flat, you know. And the owner says, and Frank says, he's just like, yeah, pulling that tarp up. So now I got a huge tarp. So now I need a tarp, and then I'll cover the top of the house, but down both sides. So I don't know, 100 foot by whatever, 50 foot, you know. I said, that, Frank, that tarp's going up. There's no way. But, Mark, look, there's nothing on the screen. It's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> About two and a half hours later, it's boring. It's like the same thing happened all over again, yeah. you know. And I knew it enough. So I got to call my my mom to come over and watch the baby because now you know I was like, I you know you watch a kid. I figured my wife was doing at the time. Uh, she might have been pregnant with the second one somewhere else. But this, you know the thing was is that she, you know I had to do that. Now I'm running over there, and we're up top, and we're taking the broom. You know, because all the water is puddling between all the ceiling joists. Yeah. You know, we're taking the broom, we're pushing it up, and you, and it's moving, and you hear crash. Yeah, and this went on for probably 
a couple of hours, two and a half hours, 11 o'clock, probably close to 10 or 11 o'clock, I'm, I'm leaving. We're laughing about it. The homeowner's with me. He's laughing about it. Ah, you said work, it. You know? laugh <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you, you know, he said, he said, there wasn't any rain in the forecast, you know. Um, I did, cool, I did cool. two more additions for them on that same house, you know, after the fact. The job went great. She was pregnant at the time, already. Um, and we ended up putting an addition off the back of the house. I said, you know, you think about putting this addition off to expand your kitchen. Why don't you just, why don't you let us at least put the floor joist system, instead of ceiling joist, let me just put the floor joist system in that'll match up to the second floor that we already built, you know, just in case you ever want to do something upstairs. Nah, we're never going to do that. We're never going to do that. I said, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm not even going to charge you for it. And we did it. And don't you know, I don't know how many years went by, they called us, you're not going to believe what we're calling you for, <laughs> you know. So, great people, we, we did, we did that, so there's actually, we did three missions on that one. Um, there, that's cool, I mean, that is, so cool that, relationships. So, so it went years of you being in construction, and now, I mean, you're kind of getting back into that, but for a while there, you was like doing this Nesta Bar thing, like when did... So I know that kind of laces together with your construction, but you know, why don't you get in a little bit of that story, like how that all took place? Like, so you're working a job, and then what happened? So you know, so I went through you know that recession, another recession. I flip flopped from residential work to commercial work, residential work in restaurants, to firehouses, did that, ended up doing prevailing rate projects. Right. And I always had this demolition guy, Mr. Nestor. Who? Mr. Nestor. Okay. And that's why the bar is named after. Okay. That's why it's Nestor Bars. Right. So, so Mr. Nestor had created the, the original concept of that tool that we see today. What did he do on a job? So he um, he was retired out of the steel mill. So okay. I had, was out of the steel. He was fortunate to retire out of the steel mill before they closed. Okay. And, you know, um, so he was there, but he would, he was a demolition guy. He would come in and do demolition work. He'd bring in the dumpster. He'd bring his dumpster to the job, and sometimes he would he would want to load it. You would bring in the stuff, and then him and his guys would load the dumpster. And this is how I, this is how he learned how to do a dumpster. All right, he laid it all out, and then he take the bag. Just you want to throw the bags? Now throw the bags in there. No, no, no. Sit, he feel it. No, no, sit that over there for now. And then he empty the bags and give you back the garbage bags. All right. And so we just like really. And what he do is play Tetris every day in real life. <laughs> so, when he dropped when he dropped that dumpster at the landfill. It stood in a cube. Literally, they knew that that was a, that was Russ Nestor's dump right there. Just it was chill. like the ark sitting on top <laughs> of the top of the mountain of the trash heap. All right, that that's how he it. It was came out like it was they like dumping and it was dumping. It didn't go nowhere. It did not go anywhere. It was all intertwined and it went that way. And that's how I learned to be efficient at doing a dumpster. And he'd always set it on a tilt for you, so you didn't take it would the drain. Water. Yeah, yeah, it would drain. You know, he'd, and then he'd give, leave you a tarp, he wouldn't get a tarp it. And if you only had a partial load, he'd never take a dime that he didn't know. If you had a partial load, I'd just say, like, you know, I only have this little bit of trash road in there. You know, what do you want? You want a couple hundred bucks? I mean, what, you know, what honestly covers it? You know, no, 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 I'll go weigh it, and I'll bill I'll tell you. you. Yeah. And he would go after everybody's pickup. He'd go back to the supply house where we were today, lifting the, the concrete block, and he'd weigh it on their public scale, and he knew what your garbage weighed. And that's when you got built, you know, because it would take a while you'd go to ground everybody's sites. Right. They didn't never have to worry about having the dumpster there at your job site <clears throat> if there wasn't the room. He'd bring it at the end of the day, load it up. He'd take it and go take care of it, and yeah. then you wouldn't have to worry about the yeah. dump. 
And then so, what happened? So, what, like so, lead us to the day, like he should, like how when so, the whole you know culture. So probably about somewhere around um, 2011, I guess, somewhere around that time frame. Um, you know, we started introducing. We were doing a job. I had him in on the job, and he introduced me to this. You know, this tool, the tool that you see today. You know, that configuration. What well, early form? Yeah, the early form of it, which is pretty similar to what it looks like today. It needed modifications, and that's why I came into it. And I was working on a different patent that I was thinking about going on. We were talking, and he knew I had a patent from before. I already had a patent for a washing machine, right, right, device. And uh, he says, "Yeah, Mark, take this tool, take this tool." But you know, I'm like, well, "Go get, go get a patent on it. You know, it's really unique." I said, "I don't really see the use for it." Just like a lot of people tell me, <laughs> "I don't really see the use for well, it." Well, you know, he's been you know, and I'm looking at it. It was small in the version, and I'm like, "I got all these other stuff." And it's a pry bar, is how I looked at it. Um, small half. You know, so um, it was it was probably only about 24 inches long in length. Takes it shorter. <clears throat> yeah. So you know, it didn't have the mechanical advantage type of thing. It, the the spacing in it wouldn't fit over top of like four by fours and right. things. Right. Okay. So it had some limitations. The claws were shorter in it. Um, but it had like so this sort of general design concept. It had the U-shaped design concept in it with the bar in the center. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I needed I needed more. Found that I needed more length. I needed more spread. I needed more length of the claws. Uh, the, the curvature of the claws are a little bit more severe on it. Uh, the curvature of the claws are more severe on it. And then the um, there's also um, instead of just having a chisel end on the end of the handle, you also have the forked end on the end of the handle as well. You spin that handle around, and now you have an extraction device to use as well. Yeah. So these are all these little, little things. things. Added yeah, yeah. They added to the, you know. So what, did you use this when he showed it to you? On your I started using the little one they had. That's how know? he used and to demo the shit was with that yeah. tool. But right? He would go into the old houses with the plaster. So when I met you on that plaster job, I'm like. Yo, you, I you, see, you, when you, I, dude, the first time I saw the tool, I said, we got that plaster job, two of them now. <clears> and we ordered them. Yep. Because I knew for the plaster it would be gold. Because with the laughing shit, it. Just, I mean, I got some of the videos like you could just see it. Like we demoed like full blown like rooms in like shit. Less than a minute. I mean, you took down half the ceiling in less than a minute. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. It was. Yeah, it, it just tore shit apart. Cause you have prime leverage. Yeah. Because it has that funky. It straddles. Yeah. yeah. It straddles. So you, so you tried it out for a little bit, and he was like, "Hey, while to help me fix this thing." Well, he well he just, he's just like, well, "Well, why don't we? You know, why I need somebody? I need somebody to be a part of. I need somebody with your, you know, your knowledge. You know, your your capability. You've already gotten a patent on something else. You know, I'd really like to do this with you. You know. Mm -hmm. So I says, all, "All right, well, we'll you know, we'll take a look at, um, you know, we'll, we'll look at two things that we're with, and then we'll you know have them analyze and we'll chase it from there." And I just felt that you know. That one, if we're going to throw money at something, um, you know, that that would be the one that, that money would get thrown at. And uh, so yeah. he, he had the, some financial. He was in better financial shape than I was at the time. And um, you know, he said, "I can do that, but I, you know, you can do all this." He was yeah, twenty years, twenty years, yeah, yeah, twenty or more years older than me. You know, the puzzle, yeah. um, so there's a piece of the puzzle on it. So, <clears throat> so you you guys were like, "Hey, let's strike up a, like a business agreement." We had a handshake deal. Okay. They are the best deals I've ever done. You know, partnerships that I've had and things like that. The best agreements I've ever had with clients or somebody like that. You know, it's a handshake deal. Well, well, so, what was the first thing you did? Um, was it fix, add your ideas to the bar and build it? 
then get the patent or patent and then get the well right, right off right off the bat we, we, we make made the changes for the length and for the made okay. the changes for the length of the bar and made the changes for the distal end that's what they call the end of the bar the distal end um spot in here um with the fork <clears throat> on it i definitely needed that yeah. i knew i needed that um and then we started to go for patent so we went for what they call a provisional patent first so provisional patent, the provisional patent allows you to stake a claim to your being the first to introduce this novel ideal okay. idea and then uh, you have a year to basically explore whether or not you want to pursue it um, because there's going to be more financial you know cost to it uh, and then you can apply for a permanent patent okay. so uh, in that time frame I then I needed to find manufacturing you know, because at that point we were just cutting up other people's bars and you know and put them together and welding them and getting welded together um, so then I found the tool manufacturer that had been around since late 1800s making tools <clears throat> and they could make parts and then from the parts I still needed to get them welded um, which is the, <clears throat> the steel shop that we yeah. went to today okay. that's that steel so I had a long relationship with them in construction and they did the initial welding for me um, they found time to, to do that um, then we needed to get them powder coated. Originally, the first ones you have, anybody who has one that's hand painted, they're one of the first ones we put to market. <clears throat> and then we went to the powder coat. So 2011. 2011. You see when, the bar this, first. Yeah, 2011. So look where this we're is all still in 2011. Well, 2000, 2011 is when, yeah, I started searching and I had to find a manufacturer back, you know, back then. It's back in then. And in 2000, so in 2012 is when Hurricane Sandy hit. Mm -hmm. And then the realization was just like, this tool, you know, it's perfect for gutting houses. And I mean, I had already been using it for different things, but I mean, every house had to be gutted and everything had to go. Yeah, you talked about floor, cutting, sheathing, cutting the drywall about two feet or something. The drywall had to come out four feet down, feet. which said all the casings had to come out to off, off the doors, off the windows. The doors you just, had to go. Yo, listen, you can't take molding out of that room faster than with one of these bars and with less effort. <clears throat> Just because of the mechanical advantages, I, I challenge anyone to that, and I'm not even like that versed in it. If you race anybody in ripping a room part, you'll smoke them by like forever. I, I like, they'll just be getting one piece off, and you'll like rip the whole bitch. Mark, I'm popping off. I'm popping off that stupid tack strip, you know, which is all the freaking. It comes right to pop that tack strip off. Now, then you'll you don't have to bend over you just use the, you grab the two handles at the top you grab the crossbar and then you use the long handle end of it and you don't have to bend over to get the baseboard you just go around the room and you pop that off when you, you show me that molding. that was the game changer and you go crown molding you do the same thing you're standing you're not on a ladder right ladders that fall, falls in the third leading cause of accidental death so you can stay off a ladder you know and it doesn't need to be that you can fall off of that thing and, yeah. and kill yourself yeah. um so that was important to be able to stay on the ground, especially when you're leveraging something. You know, when you're on a ladder, you're trying to leverage something, well, the freaking ladder kicks out. That's why I like the 42, because you've got so much more, and you can kind of stay it. well, I can stay it like this height working. Mm -hmm. So it, it feels better at the 42 when you're doing ceiling or groundwork. Right. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. You don't have to bend as much, and it okay. feels like better for your arms to leverage. So why did you decide to go into it? So I, well, I jumped into, you know, into this intro because I was, and now I'm really using it, you know, with Hurricane Sandy hit, and I'm doing all this demolition in there. So I, immediately, the year had come up that we had a file. I said, yeah, we're going to file. You know, so we filed for it. And then I had to fight for the patent, you know, because it's just not, you know, you just see, oh, you come up with the design type of thing. Well, you got to prove to them 
why it's unique over anyone else's prior art. How do you know? Well, you know, everybody makes what they call claims to what makes their tool unique. Um, and there's things that you'll see on the market that have some similarities. I mean, somebody has something that's out there that has like three feet. There's, there's, there's two legs and there's one foot in the back, you know. Well, there's also one that they used to pull up railroad ties with years ago. Um, so um, we, I had to overcome uh, other prior art and saying what makes ours. And it's, it's the combination of the two parallel arms with the curvature, you know, working in tandem together. Um, that pretty much gives us the, uh, the patentability. The patentability. Yeah. yeah. So it's all in there. So and how long does the patent last? The, the patent works good until like um, two, uh, 2033. Wow. So, you know, but you gotta, it starts from the time that you file. So we didn't get the oh. patent. So let's think of this. So we filed the patent in 2012. We didn't get the patent until like November of 2016. Look at how much time. So. You're you're out there. You can produce it. You can sell it. You know. Um, you can, you, you can, can advertise. You it. could have somebody. You could you could sue somebody if they try to steal the idea. At that point. You, you can. You know. Well, you have to have the patent first. You know. I mean. So. But the patent is applied. If the, the patent's applied, if the patent's had started to to make it type of thing, they could make it for that whole period of time until I'm granted the patent. And then they owe you money. You know. That. Then. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't ever want to have to go that route. Yeah, you know, but yeah, that's with the patent, you know, protection is all about. So I don't really want to have to go down that route. Um, so, you know, so now it's been through 2015 when we made the launch. Uh, went to the local suppliers. They started, you know, local suppliers brought me on board right away. Because I've been long, you know, 30 some years, you know, working with them relationship. Um, and then you got to get it out there. And you got it. So I chose Amazon, and then Kurt was one of the first ones to. To buy it on Amazon, he saw it right away, and then he says, "Uh, you know, so, so when I searched it, that's when it came up first. So that's where I bought it from. Like when I when you search it, it shows that it's out of inventory. Yeah, but it's still there. It shows it's out of inventory, which we are. We're completely out of inventory at the moment. Wow. Yeah, I got to get back into production. The COVID thing doesn't help the situation. Yeah. you know. I mean, nobody wants that. to be at work. Whenever the guys um, all shut down. Yeah, you know I mean, it's trying to get you know, trying to get the." Uh, even a new company to entertain it would be very difficult because they're not and as I call around to see what's available um, you can't believe how difficult it is to try to get something made in the U.S. you know at least in, in, in what I'm trying to get made unbelievably how difficult it I, is. I think there's a, it's, it's tough to find people that know how to weld too uh, like on that level the welding aspect was, was the easier oh, part right. I could find a lot of welders uh, it does it's, just, it's a special you know the welding's are it's the steel and, and uh it's the you know the forge. It's a combination of it's a combination of the whole thing. Like I couldn't get anybody to make it under one roof. So you have to have mm -hmm. forged okay. parts. Cost more money yeah. then. The, then the forged parts have to be welded. Well, a lot of places that do forging, they don't do welding. And you know, so then from there, it needs to be blasted clean, and then it can be powder coated. Mm -hmm. You know, or it can be spray coated. So you can't do it all under one roof. And, and so it's, it's taking it over here, then taking it over there, then taking it. Shipping costs. Shipping costs. Shipping costs. Shipping yeah. costs. Yeah. You know, yeah. then it finally makes it back to me where we can label it and we can box it, you know, and then we can you know, ship it out when, when yeah. orders come in. So um, it's a whole to do. So I was traveling out to the, you know, the Ohio Valley because that's, that's the uh, the rust belt of the country. And uh, you know, I, there's times I left one o'clock in the morning to be there for, you know, eight o'clock in the morning yeah. to have an hour and a half meeting and then turn around and drive all, all the way home. And one time I went there in the beginning to pick up my product to then race back 
to try to get to my welding operation so they could forklift it off my truck. Yeah. On my way home, if I couldn't get there in time, I had to turn around the next day and drive back, like an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, to go drop it off. And then, you know, so that's some serious, some serious commitment <laughs> and unconsumption, yeah. you know, yeah. um, to, to do all that. So here we are now, and, you know, I'm, um, I'm at another juncture. You know, we're out of inventory. People get to see it on Barwood Builders. They get to see it on Hometown. Um, Find Home Building Magazine called me out of the blues and somebody wanted to write an article about it. And it was like they featured it in, the, in their new tools for the yeah. decking industry. Cool. Um, it's, it's cool to see. It's encouraging to keep going on because, you know, you, you, know, you work your construction and then at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, i got to get an order out before 8 o'clock to, to run it, box it, and run it over to the UPS store so get it there as fast as possible. Um, and then you're trying to get your video content out, you know, so I'm on the job sites and I, and I stop my job, you know, every time I do a video, hey, cool, somebody's got to film me and I'm stopping the job, catch the video of that moment, because you miss that moment, you can't reenact it, you're being taken off the plant, the walls, you get one shot, I have no idea how it's going to turn out, and you get one shot to do it, so, you know, I thank everybody that, that puts their videos, that have the tool to put it out there, and they put videos out, and I love redoing it. You say it all the time, that's your, like, favorite part of the whole shit is seeing that because being the person that made that and then seeing somebody else use it in a way they saw the usage is, I mean, that would be cool to me too. I think it's cool to see other people using it and for stuff that, you know, I have yet to use it on. You know, <clears throat> I've seen some really um, cool stuff. Like you talked about Jobson earlier, so he posted one. We had to fix a fence. I don't know if you saw that. Mm -hmm. I did see that one. You know what you're talking yeah. about? <clears throat> so now he's got a stretch fence. Mm -hmm. And he uses the nest yeah. bar to stretch the, yeah. the wire over the fence. Mm -hmm. I mean, how, you know, it's like, look at that, yeah. you know. And then, you know, CK, Charlie, you know, I, I love a lot of stuff he posts. And uh, he raised that custom heavy door that was 500 pounds and eased it on the hinges. And you see people do that. And I've, I've done it with the steel doors and stuff like that. Um, with cars. You know, and, and we took, yeah, we, I was able to lift the car with it. Um, but it wasn't made for that, yeah. you know. Like it wasn't. It was made primarily for demolition jobs. A lot of old houses around here have plaster and lath, yeah. and that was always a big problem. For Mr. Nestor, that he'd go in there and you try to, you know, use a flat bar. You know, you got that tiny little nail that holds the lath on. You know, and you start to get it off, and the lath goes this way, and then you know the plaster pops off. You're still stuck with that lath. Yeah. You know, like fighting that little tiny little nail. And he, you know, that concept of like, I need to grab it on both sides, yep. you know, and do it. And um, yeah, he solved yeah. his problem. He, he solved his problem. Yeah. That's how he solved his problem. So if I, if I take this and I do that, I got something that's on both sides. And uh, he's good that way. He had a lot of ideas. He told well, me a lot of what this bar does is solve problems. Yeah. 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 That's uh, all we are. Problem solvers. Yeah. That's all yeah. we can do. You got to find a solution. I mean, you got to keep going. Yep. Right? Told a bunch of stories about some of the stuff you had to do to, to just keep going, like the countertops, and you yep. had to move just to get the refrigerator underneath because yep. the floor was in, and yep. you know all those things. Yeah. And what would you have done without it? Is what you kept saying. And and and, and I hear that now back from other people. A lot, right? Now, yeah, <laughs> but I hear that back from other you know, other people now, and they just is like, I can't work without that. Like my nester ball. like they now they've come to that, and they're they're calling me and they're saying it's like I I need more. You know, and the guys are arguing because, well, how come he was on my truck yesterday? Where's it at? It's not on my truck anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a few people that have like five or six of them. 
You know? I got three, three, bro. You got three. I got fucking three. I'm one dude. I got all three sizes. <laughs> that was when you only had three sizes. Though. I had the three. Yeah, I had the three. So then we did, went into they went into uh, as many as what did I go into as many as nine sizes yeah. on it. And it was primarily the length. So the 12 inch claws that you like, why that came about um, was there was a steel guy, a friend of my son, and he came over here and he says, yeah, it'd be nice if the, if the togs were a little bit longer so I can get a little bit more height when we lift things. Because when they they set the steel, and you, as we just saw, they set the steel and they pocket in each other. So you need extra height to separate the flanges you know, on it right. in order to get to chock it with a block. And that's just, all right, well, I'll, just, I'll make some with, with, with 12 inch claws. And then this guy over here. You mean, you mean, yeah. So 12 inch claws means it's wider. They're, 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 long, they're, it long, long, they're longer. longer. 12 inch yeah. claws get longer. So right. the separation was the same, still fit over a four by four. Okay. You know, they but they're the longer, just got way. longer this yeah, way. Um, and then uh, obviously you can, you know, you can get you're more height. for yanking shit down overhead because they dig in better. Like spread the weight wrap. Yeah. When you shorter shit, it'll just rip off little pieces. Right. Right. With that, you get behind it and yank on it a couple of times, and you're like, hell yeah, that shit just came the fuck down. <laughs> the, the other thing you're doing with it, and you did it too, was, is uh, is use that whole assembly on the end, the round curvature, I call blunt force, and take the handle and just blow through the wall. Because you have all that surface area now. Yeah. now you're spread about seven inches across, right. and you got 12-inch claws. When you're, if you're hitting sheetrock, 5 yeah. 5.8 sheetrock or whatever's there, Shot there's a lot of surface area that you're pounding into yeah. it and blow it out. Yeah. You know, and it, it's like, yeah, we didn't decide it to do that, but it's just like, look what I can do with it. Yeah. Now that I'm here, so it's just not a lifting tool. It just doesn't pull nails. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say, well, what's it do? how can you pull four nails at the same time? Because it's four claws on the one thing. Like, it can't, obviously. Right. You know, and they're just busting chops as well. But um, but that's all they're seeing is that it's a, they're seeing a nail pull. How'd you come up with why you put the colors into the bar? So the, the colors came into, um, I chose those colors. Um, I knew that I wanted to have, there's a number of reasons. So it's multi, you know, thinking all the time. Um, obviously, an obvious one would be caution yellow safety red, you know, for industry, for safety purposes. Um, I knew that, the, I, bear, I felt strongly that the fire industry could use our tool. So the red fit into that that space towards that okay yeah. towards that space um and then just simply at the end of the day it's dark out like it is now and we we work because you got to at the end of the day you're cleaning up your tools you can't find them yeah you know so the colors you know would stand you out find and they were the they were the you know and then I, I, and i figured too from a from a marketing standpoint that the bright you know color cells i was going into stores and i've had stores put it on their shelves you know and they highlight it in the middle because it stands out mm -hmm. you know and, so uh, why why red at the top, yellow at the bottom? Why didn't you flip it? What was the? Um, you just like the look of it. I don't know. Color? I like the look of it that way. I wasn't really I sure. Agree with yeah, it. I don't I know. I good. just said like I I think the yellow and, and Russ agreed, you know, and he just says yeah. Oh, what I really like, like that. I think that's a good idea, guys. Yeah, so, yeah. And what was cool about him is that you know I said yeah I think we really should do that. The next day he's at my house and he's got it all. He's, he's got, got one all sprayed up. Nice. He's got it all painted up. Yeah, super and, excited. Like, he's super excited. Super pumped. I, I'm so sorry that I don't have a one-on-one -on -one picture with him. You know, particularly on the on the uh, hold the bar, uh, hold, yeah. the dust together. Yeah. My wife was there with the discussion when we were talking. Um, I didn't even know he was in such bad health. Um, type of thing. While we were in the uh, going for the patent, and uh, I called it. They called me. Um, and uh, 
I used to just ask, you know, how's dad doing or something like that? Or, you know, Russ there. He says, oh, well, you know, you know, he's here and he's not feeling so well. I said, oh, what's going on? I said, oh, who's in his hospice bed in his house? And you have no idea. I didn't have any idea. You know, I didn't know because we didn't have that type of friendship. Yeah. You know, it was always just like tall when I but needed to. But he was like, anyway, he was old time. He was going to say shit to you no. anyway, probably. No. Right? I mean, no. that's what old timers do. Right, right. <laughs> you don't have any idea that they're. Yeah. But so here he is. And here's, this is to give you something about his character. Is that I show up and here he is and they, and they have his hospice bed in the, in the living room. And he's laying in it, and you know, I'm talking. I pull up a chair like this, and we're talking. And I had just gotten the individual pieces, you know. I said, Look, I got, I got a manufacturer for us. Look at all the pieces, and we're, I'm showing him. Like, I'm so excited. He sits up in, he sits up in the bed. He just got his, his white t-shirt, his jockey shorts, all that type of thing. And he, and he, he stands up, and he gets out, and we're, you know, we're, we're sitting there, we're talking. We go into the, the kitchen table, and like, I'm like, this guy, nuts. I'm like. Die, you got to be in the hospital, but, you know, you yeah. you're dying when you're in the hospital right. bed type yeah. of thing. And, like, and he was so moment. happy, you know, and we, and we talked about this and where to go, and and uh, and that was the last time I saw him, mm. you know. And, he, you know, he had much really that, that what, you know. what year? It was, um, so we didn't get our patent until 2000, the end of 2016, so I, I guess it must have been like the early part of 2000, uh, oh, before that, no, way back before that. Uh, no, it was probably, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like 13. Wow. It was 12. Uh, no, it was, it was 12. That's because, no, this is how far, I had to think about this. You know, I, I had to think about how far it goes back. This goes back. Um, pre-patent. Pre-patent. Pre-applied. Yeah. Pre-patent for the permanent patent. It goes back that far. Wow. Yeah, so we had the handshake deal, on, you know, at that time with the, on the uh, original patent. And, uh, but I, I just, I just felt I needed to. I needed to follow through. You know, we took yeah. it that far, and I needed to follow through. And just, and that's probably you know, for multiple reasons. One, a lot of because you wanted to back him up. Yeah, right? was, I mean, I wanted to back yeah, him I up. Think you I, were into it. I was really into it. I mean, now I'm really super into the tool. And yeah, you're a psycho. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you're a psycho. Um, yeah, I am. You're stupid. Like in a good way, yeah. But uh, you know, it's true. <coughs> well, like, he's obsessed with it. That's my boss. See, told I love it. Um, yeah. It says, how many kids did you have? Uh, I got three. That's your fourth kid. <laughs> yeah, my fourth child. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, there's been some people who like, are you sleeping with that thing too? Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I'll let you get hurt, bro. Yeah. <laughs> sure yeah. Fuck you up. Roll over. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting a picture with you sleeping with it before we leave here. No, I mean, that's going to be the fucking promo. It's not going to be the bed. <laughs> It's an interesting journey, you know, to really be on. I mean, look, here we are, you know, sitting around a campfire talking about the thing. You know, we never would have met. I never would have met all the people on, on IG. Why would, why would an old guy like me get involved in Instagram? It's all Instagram you know, It's all Instagram fault. Yeah, fault together. side of the freaking country, yeah, you know, or from Canada, or help, you know, or... people from Canada, people from 
from you know England and Australia and different things. Like, yeah. I gotta get me one of these. Can you know? What, you know get, they're, they're gonna be available here. And, and you know, Are they? You What's go. up with the England like transport? No, just takes a little bit. I need a lot of volume. I need a lot of volume. Shipping is a, is a major cost. Are you yeah. trying? So I need inventory. I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So when I can get back into production and get get volume, we're going to go through a lot more volume. That was the other thing, we were small volume, you know, if I first saw that, like making 50, making 100, making 250, you know, that type of thing. You know, well, the manufacturers, we were fortunate at the time that they would even do that, because a lot of them, they want like 5,000 units. And, you know, make an investment into 5,000 units, uh, you got to get them, you know, get them out there, that'd be, that'd be a lot of contacts. Especially at the start, that wouldn't really be feasible unless you had some crazy money back in here or something. Yeah. I think yeah. some people really get it when they see it. Like a post tonight on my page, what we were doing, where we were at with you. Know, right. And you know, got feedback, like, I need that. Full, you know? Yeah. Like, some people get it right away. Right. Yeah. And other people are like, yeah, I don't, I, you can't change my mind because I've been doing it my way, mm -hmm. you know, with this other thing for years. So there's a lot of education that goes on with what there is with the bar. As I think well. that, yeah, there is a lot of education on it. I find that's why I do so many videos because I've walked into so many stores and as I first started trying to sell it, you know, they laugh at me. They laugh at the funny looking fool. It's just like, you know, I'm like, good luck, you know, good luck with that. You know, I'm like, hey, I've had plenty of guys that are professionals. You can first, like, first you're finding industry. Yeah, we were talking about contracting. Of course, we can use it. It helps their fucking back. Our arms makes us faster. But what about them? It's even a harder sell. Really? Yeah, even a harder sell. And they'll tell you, it's like, you know, they always complain that, that nothing changes in the fire industry. And in the same token, the fire industry changes as well. You know, it's something that they have some saying for. Do they go through the things that they use? Or they it depends on who it is. Them. Some can put it immediately on the truck. I've had some that I like, gave them a bar, donated the bar, and they put it on the truck that night. Yes. You know, and they use it all the time. And then there's other ones that won't even entertain it. Just won't even entertain the liability. You know. That's usually a mindset. They don't see us. Like it's usually a mindset. They, they don't even, if they did something for 25 years, they're not changing. Yeah. This is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Or, yeah. yep. This is what we use, this is how we do it. And like we looked at that car just a little bit ago. I didn't design to lift the car, but so what I thought it does. When we took it down to Maryland Fire Department, they um, they were beating up a car that they had. And one guy first started to lift the car and put it on the tire and lift it off the ground. We were all shocked. And then the other guys looked at on the other side, and he talked to it with a 4x4, four four, you know? And, like, and Mark was like, oh, that's a ball. <laughs> I caught it on video, too. And he'd be like, I designed it to do just that. Part. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I meant to do it. I knew it could do it. I knew it could do it. So, so that's why I made this prototype to the heavy-duty one. So the heavy stuff like that. The heavy-duty ones, what do they weigh? Heavy duty ones are about 16 and a half pounds. Oh, here's the question. So you can't be like a little girl with it. 
So demo is your favorite size bar, and what's that like? This, the, um, I usually carry the, like, I carry all three of them, or more, but uh, the 3608 is my go-to bar. Um, and that's it's, what? It's nine pounds? That weighs about eight and a half pounds, <clears throat> so it's not bad at all, and it's really balanced. That's the, the other key point. If you pick up, like I had the shale bar out just to bring it around here, and I had the pitch bar out, and I had, their, I had the fireman's halligan bar out, they're not balanced very well. Like, there's no spot. You know, it's hard to find. Like, try marrying two of those together. One's heavy on this end and not heavy on that end. And, like, with our tool, if you grab somewhere in the middle, you'll find a sweet spot. Yeah. And it just kind of dangles off your body. If it's oh. like you don't need to try yeah, to, yeah. you know. So, yeah. um, so uh, very advantageous that way that has a different balance. How many yeah. bars did you get bent? How many bars did I bend? How many were bent? Oh, bent made? No. Oh, what are you talking like doing like work. Who bent a bar after they purchased it from you? How many people? Not too many. Not you have no number off. I don't have a number on how many people. Like I've bent a bar and I've bent it back. I've had the fire guys bend the bar because they break everything, and they, the guys have told they me I, I bend it back. Yeah. You know. That's so. True. No, that's uh, what happened with me. Remember, I yeah. bent it, yeah. and you said just bend it back; yeah. it'll be fine. If it's not, let me know. Yeah. I bent the bitch back. Haven't had issues since. That's crazy. Wow, right? I, I didn't believe him. I was like, yeah, okay, Mark, I'm going to bend this back, but I'm going to be calling you tomorrow, fuckhead, okay? So send me a new one. He's like, well, just let me know tomorrow. Never called him. Shit, <laughs> never bend again. He's that thing all the time. Yeah, it's never bent after. That's so, weird. I didn't know it was possible. That's all part of the, of the steel that's being used. That's what you told me, but I didn't believe it. That's impressive. It's not by accident. Okay. I believe it. So, you know, we. I want this bar, if anything, to bend. That's you know, so that way you know its limitations. I don't want it to break, you know. You want the flex. I want it to snap. I want it to flex, you know. You know, and I've I've had um, like a handful that have actually had broken. You know, it's the first time we've been talking about it, but you know, there's reality. Well, I mean, it's the the steel is not perfect. I mean, they have to do certain things with the steel. It's not the steel. Oh, it's not the steel. Yeah, my shit was my problem. This was the problem. So I used the wrong claws, which put too much pounds of pressure at the fulcrum point, which bent the steel. So once I used the other shit, it didn't even flex at all. Because that's when I got my education on that from him about that. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I was using it because it was just easier to get in there at the angle I was. And I can tell you, it was a, fucking shit up. There's other bars that I've used. I use, I'm roofer. I use those freaking yeah. roof things and shovels or whatever. Those things suck. They, they, I could bend those. I could take a piece of plywood off and bend them half. Right. Like, and, and it's trash. You know, they're, 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 they're like $100. Right. And I got to run through like 25 a year that are just garbage. Right, right. And, you know. How many is the rough cost on your bar to the marketplace? Rough cost. Like, uh, say, uh, let's go with 36-inch bar, 8-inch claws to the marketplace. Excuse it's 198 $198 to the market. So somebody, if they was watching, they could purchase it at one ninety eight. One ninety eight would be like nine. You know, somewhere depending on where they're at, there's a little bit of shipping, you know, on it. And then depending on whether a little bit over two hundred, probably with tax and shit like that. Yeah. So it depends on their state if they're tax. Okay. So some some shipping out of state depends on the laws of their state. Okay. So, all right. Um, so but I'm yeah, just so trying to get an idea. People ask me shit all the time. Yeah. So it costs me so when they're doing Amazon, 
and they're seeing like a, a shipping fee of like $9.99 or, or, or $14. Let me tell you, <laughs> I ain't, I'm not able to ship it for that price. I ship it for that price, but my cost is a lot more than that. Like for me to ship out to California, it's about $38. They don't warehouse it for you? You no. ship it, uh, correct? Yeah, that would be a whole different thing because if you decide to use uh, Amazon, you want them to warehouse it. Mm -hmm. Well, if they warehouse it and they're not moving it, then they charge you rent. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of... You know, they win either way. They, they can win that part. way, too. Yeah. You know, so we direct they, ship here. They give us the orders. They get their cut. Okay. You know, and we ship, I ship it. Gotcha. Um, so, no, it's, the, it's the, the welding is a key element. You know, if anybody's a welder out there, then they'll know that, you know, how you weld, how much heat's given off by the particular rod that's used. Um, that all plays a factor. Um, trying to, you know, trying to, every, whenever you're welding, uh, welding causes movement, and then trying to keep the claws aligned. I would like to get it to a point where maybe we go to robotics, if we're going to stick with the welding end of it, where we get every bar that's made exactly the same, we stick it in the jig, and then the, you know, the robot can come in, and they would probably, you know, weld the part way and move it, or something would harness it where the parts can't move while the weld's being done, you know. Um, so it's... It isn't easy, and even and all the manufacturers I talked about, you know, too, just like, man, you got a really cool product there. It's just like, but we're it's not really efficient for us to do it. You know, we're really not geared up for it. It's going to be too much for us to take it on. We're not able to do it. Just no, 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 after no, after no. So that's hard. That's hard when you're you still you're calling around and you're looking for suppliers. And now well, we just gotta we just gotta deal with Ford. We just got another order from Ford. Like I can't compete with Ford. Ford, <laughs> you know. I'm like giving you orders for like Ford Motors. You give me orders. We just got an order from the government, like you know, for aircraft. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, who am I? And I'm a contractor out here in my backyard. You know, such a thing. You know, but the, you get a lot of freight that just is good cool. Yeah. There's a ton of anybody ever thinks of that. You know, like you're just gonna you're gonna get a patent and then you're gonna turn around and then you're gonna be a, you know you're suddenly gonna be a millionaire or something you now. Like, well, it may happen for a couple, you know, but you know, from what I hear and what I read and see, they, they say it probably takes easily um, five to eight years. Yeah, you know, that's really hard to push work, mm -hmm. thing, um, to get yeah, early adopters. Guys like Kurt and some of the guys all on Instagram supporting, you know, they use it, mm -hmm. they spread <coughs> the word, it just takes time. Yeah. yeah, and that all helps. You know. And you're changing the industry. Because it's a tool no one ever really. Yeah. yeah. So that's. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a, a better. That's right. Shell bar. It's the type of you know where you know, You have to shape the shell bar. Somebody makes it you know a little bit different, a little bit fatter, or something like that. You know, it's, it's still shell bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still pinch bar. It's still it's still one really flat bar. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. So <clears throat> in this case here, it's it's a new element. <clears throat> yeah. You know, that's what the um, a fire representative called me from Atlanta last week. And he said, like. It's not every day that a new tool is created. Sure. You know, and he's like, you know, are you offering distributorship for it? I, I really appreciate the call getting the history. And, and the only reason he knew about me is because other fire instructors that I know repost my videos, you know, on their, from their end, yeah. you know, on their sites. Because um, they see the value in it, even though that's not their specialty. You know, like, what you do is not arguing about not instructing people set.
Well, I just wanted that smoke to stop coming at us. Maybe now the rake's on fire. Yeah, relax. So I, I try when I, when I can to um, make a point every so often to do a video and thank everybody that helps, you know, put out their own videos using the tool. Because they're changing the industry too. You know, they're helping me, you know, bring a new tool to market um, to not only the construction industry, but also to the, the search and rescue. I really see it as a search and rescue. You don't expect that though, do you? What's that? So the people that buy your tools, you expect them to lead it to another sale? No. Then why do you expect yourself to do that for you? Because the subcontractors, I look at it as that they're part of, they're part of the company, they're part of the team. But you, but aren't they part of your team too? <laughs> You're talking about the people customers. buying your shit. Like, <clears throat> they're technically part of your team because they're expanding. They're, they're expanding. They're getting the knowledge out there. You know. So, you know. No, I don't expect them to put videos out. I really appreciate them to do that. It's awesome, ain't it? It's awesome. You know. And when, when I wake up and I see something that somebody you know mentioned me in the story, you know, and, and there was a Nestor in the story, and, 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 and uh, or they do a, a whole post and put it on their profile page. Um, yeah, it's, it's inspiring. I think your question was like, Nah, I was just busting oh, balls. Yeah, I know he's busting balls. I was just busting his he balls. He was digging. He's kicking his balls. It's really hard. Not, they don't compare though. It's like asking me if I had a customer. <clears> like I said, I was literally yeah. just kicking him in the balls about it. I was just being a dick. It had no real relevance. I was being a dick. I had to, you know, I mean, loosen it up a little bit. Okay, so loosen up. Look how crazy this friendship is. Right, how different we are. How, how freaking different we are in age, and, you know, and, and, and yeah. where we nah, come me and that guy over there are a lot different too. Yeah. I'll tell you, that's the norm with me. Like most of my friends are different. That's I think that tells you a lot about the person. Oh, wait a minute, he's just told us different. <laughs> we're different. Yeah, uh, people are, and friends are different. Yeah, I guess we're a little odd. Every no, no different. Everybody's different. I mean, technically, if you're like true to yourself, because you ain't gonna be like me if you're doing your thing. No. You know, that's why I say, like, he's, like, we have some similarities, just like me and you have some similarities. Yeah, common, that common values, probably. Some, some stuff like that, you know what I mean? Common, they, they, common, common ground, yeah. and then there's, there's still a personal, personal opinions yep. and outlooks. Yep. Like, we don't that, never, I, like, dude, we, we had all this conversation, like, I don't feel time? no, dis oh, no, so. that's what I mean. Yeah, like, like, not at all for nah, me. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not, that was, I mean, that's. I'm not right, fucking feeling any type of way towards you. Like we're cool. Like that's. I think that's what leads to the furtherance of like fixing or resolving an issue. Is like that. Yeah. Is when absolutely. people talk about it like that. You What's your perspective? I always say that. Right. This is my. I try. I always try to lead that. This is my perspective. Yeah. And then uh, that my perspective is based on my experiences. So what's yours? And mine you might know? change no, based yeah. on what you tell me. Yeah. I might be like, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? The different, or, or eat just a portion of it. Yeah. You know. So I grab something from you know from what we talked about and said like. That's a good point. Out. How do we implement that? Yeah. You know? So, and we used to say like, "What the hell you got in common with Kurt?" We play that rap music. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's like, well, some days I'll be listening to some rap music that I'm I can understand a little. <laughs> <laughs> the beast fire. Beast <laughs> fire. <laughs> Yo, we need to do a video like that with you, Mark. Be like, you can come up in there, bump some rap music with some shades on, with the sleeveless on, some cut off shorts, come in with the boombox, and be lit. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. we need to do a video like that. Yeah. Strolling with the Nesta bar in the other hand. Yep. 
Yeah, oh, dude, we're doing it. It's happening. No, no, no. He's doing it. We're doing it. The shoulders are doing that shit. It's going to happen. It's going down. Oh, man. We play that song while I wear my sunglasses at night. Yeah, there you go. But that's not a rap song. We got to do rap song. I like it, but see, I just, just put, I thrown out something that I recognize. All right, well, we'll do like a combination of two. I'll do like a re, something yeah, no, that's like a rap music remix to that. I'm not watching it. You're going to watch it. Fucking You're fucking going to watch it. Anyway, so hold on. Oh, it's real shit, though. So if a young kid, like, maybe he's in high school, maybe he's not, maybe he's out of high school. But if they was like, if they came up here and was like, Mark, so it seems like you've been around for a while and you've been inside this, like, what would be like maybe three things you would tell him, whether to like be ready for this or this would be my advice since this happened to me. Like you have three things or even two, fuck it, one. You know what I mean? Whatever. <coughs> what do you think that you would tell them? I know you like telling people some shit from yeah. your background, yeah. you know? I, um, I, I think... I have to think about how to even lay it out yeah, there. Yeah, go ahead. But um, you always have to be true to yourself. Right. You know, for one thing, you got to be true to yourself. You got to. You can't. You can't live somebody else's dream. You know uh, of what they want or with their expectation of you. You know, you got to follow your own. And my my son's following in my footsteps. You know, my wife's not happy about it because she knows how difficult it is to be self-employed. Right. Right. You know? You know, whether it's the construction industry or anything, self-employment is not an easy thing to do. You know, um, it's a it's a huge responsibility, and one would say, you know, um, can you lift a lot of weight? Well, I'm not talking about how strong you are. I'm talking about a yeah, yeah. How much can you, you know, how, how much can you take? carry? How how big are your shoulders? Yeah. Hey, Mr. Big Shoulders, how big are you? What well, isn't how big these are? You know, it's it's everything you're, you you got to hold up there because it's a ton of responsibility. Um, when you're by yourself, it's just you. You know, but then once you branch out and you have a coworker, well, now you're responsible for them. You know, so I guess the people that are, you know, and then you, you decide that you're going to get married and then you're going to have a family. And now you're, you know, you're shuffling that. <clears throat> you're no longer making those decisions just for yourself. You're making them for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's there's been a lot of good times that I've gone through, and there's been a lot of bad times. And you know. Pressing at times because the burden is very heavy and you carry it alone. You can't have anyone else no. to answer, answer those questions <clears throat> for you. And you can't let anybody else, particularly in your family, you can't let them know that you're worth and you're concerned. Right. You know, so you're always you're putting on a facade. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's something different going on in yourself. You know, I so see you got to you, you carry that burden that, that they never that stress yeah. that they never know about. Um, so it's extremely rewarding. Self-employment is extremely rewarding. Yeah. You, know, you step back and, and you, you fulfill somebody else's dream. You know, you were there and you and you listened to what they what they truly wanted, and then you made recommendations um, of what they should consider doing. And so you're telling them not what they what they want to hear, but what they need to know. So then it's their decisions on what they what they've chosen to do. So if it didn't turn out for what their expectation of what they wanted, they were part of that decision making. You didn't yes them to death. Um, you can do very well. Um, you, you're gonna need an, you're gonna need an ego. I talk about ego, you're gonna need an ego to, 
convince yourself that you can get to the next level, whatever that level is going to be. And in the same token, you have to be able to step back and, and know when your ego is getting too freaking big. And hopefully you got a friend that's going to give you a little poke and say, oh, holy shit, you know, type of thing. Just like, hey, you know, I'll take you, take you back and not, you know, because it goes that way. You start to get full of yourself, especially when things are going good. This is a really good podcast. There's probably a lot of guys out there thinking like, look at me. I broke away and I have to work for that jerk anymore, you know, and you're always yelling at me and you know, blah, 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 and I'm doing really well. I have all these jobs. Even if that wasn't the case, even if it wasn't the case, there's going to be a recession. There's going to be something that's going to hit you. There's going to be something that's going to knock you down. And, you know, and are you going to be able to, you know, put those boots back on, you know, pull up your big boy panties and, you know, and get out there and get your act together again and rebuild. And so, I think it's a simple question with one or two things. I don't know how to answer one, two, you know, one or two things. It's, um, it's well, I think you just gave like three. Like, uh, hopefully, there's three. It's cool seeing, you know, it's, it's cool forming the relationships that I have on Instagram where you know, people say, I just learned something back. I've done more than probably I could ever do. Like being a teacher, you know, some way where I pass on my knowledge um, that had better than somebody else. Oh my God. Yo, otherwise, what are we doing? We're just living for the dollar? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, um, I mean, best times are backyard, you know, backyard parties. I love going down to school. We have some friends that are down there and we'll still need the stars like this and we'll tell the same stupid jokes that happened, you know, the same situations that happened five years ago, ten years ago, and we'll laugh about it. We know we told the story anyway. Um, it's still funny and it's still about friendship. And when it all comes down to after all that hard work that you do, yeah. who's there for you? Your friends and your family? Yeah. When I started my company, I was like, I'm gonna go for it. And if I fucking, and naively, I was like, that's gonna be fucking easy. <laughs> I was like, ah, I've seen the guy did it before me. I'm like, I can do that shit too. But it wasn't that easy. Uh, but I was ready to live or die off of the financial success or failure. And I've had wins and losses. They're all my wins and losses. Yeah. Right, the wins. Everyone around me wins really well. The losses, I lose, and everybody wins around me even more. Yeah, they still go on. Right, they still go <laughs> on. Right, right, right. Yeah. But in the end, like I wouldn't have it any other way, um, and I would regret not taking a shot at it. Yeah. And if I go down with a ship, I'll go fucking down with a yeah. ship. <laughs> well, well, yeah. well, one of the things too, I think, you know, at least this is how I feel, is that I can't work for anything. Part of my problem because if I I gotta believe in what we're doing, yeah. you know, and if I don't, I don't believe you're the quarterback, you know, <laughs> you're like now that shit's uh, I'm not never working for nobody. I'm the quarterback. <laughs> I'm calling it alternate. I'm calling it alternate. <laughs> I'm calling it alternate. <laughs> I'm calling it audible. <laughs> Jump pass over the middle. Fuck no. <laughs> so, Instantly, uh, when you were the quarterback, that was shit was already sealed. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 
I think a lot of us are you're independent thinkers, and and uh, you know, you can work. I think a lot of us can work with people. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. It's hard to work for someone. We're just in one boss. This way, we're going to do it. Sometimes that has to go that way. I'm saying that it can. I mean, yeah, but some people look for that. To be honest, I know guys looking for that right now. What? What's that? What? What, what you're part? saying that you don't want, and that's what I would never want as well. Just like I don't believe he would want that either. I would, but there's, but there's people, a lot of people that like that. Well, that's shit. what I'm saying. Like, I don't you're saying that. Listen, what? Working for somebody. Working for somebody. People who yeah. want to work there's for somebody. People that oh, want, yeah. but we don't fit that. Because right. guess what? They don't want. They don't want to go home and do the bills. They don't want to go home and win or lose. Yeah. And always be the loser right. and not the winner because right. you know right. I just need my paycheck. You don't want to have. They don't want to worry about that. They want to worry about they the, got kids. The they want to spend time with them. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like yeah. Where I'm sure you had plenty of times where you weren't fucking there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I know I wasn't. Yep. I have two. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I have two kids that are totally different than my my last two kids because yeah. I was not there for the first two. Now I'm there for the other two, right. and it's like it's totally different personalities you know, because I was like not part of that one, wow. and part of that. That's one. interesting. Right, but then the kids, that's interesting you recognize that. Yeah. But, that was, uh, you can separate that. Yeah. I that. feel that the older kids are also developing differently as well now. Like they, they seem, yeah. they they function. Like I remember when, like from when I first met them to now, and even the older ones are functioning different now. Yeah. yeah. Like because I think oh no, you're like a fucking kind of guy yeah. so it makes them like more calm in themselves you know like relaxing themselves I think uh, I've noticed a difference too is what I'm saying yeah. and I'm not even their parents <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like uh, yeah but there's nah. a total difference like when you're running a business and yeah. like you're all in it <clears throat> you're in it right. and everything so those people that just want a job it's not just a job. It's a it's a lifestyle choice for them. They're yeah, like, yeah, fuck, are yeah, you insane? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, they look yeah. at you and they're like, fuck yeah. you, dude. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I'll do I, my nine to five and I'll give you maybe nine to seven. But, you know, I, I'm going home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that goes back to that thing we were talking about. And that's what I was trying to lean towards. And I know I said what I was saying, but at the end of the day, like, I believe if you're going to look for somebody, you need to look for that person not the person that's like you. Because you can train the skills to the person that wants to come and work for you every day. You can't train somebody that don't want to work for you to work for you, if that's what you're oh, looking yeah. for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying the whole time. It's like, that's, like the subs are coming to technically work for you mm -hmm. on your job. Right. Like you didn't give them that job and say, I'm out of this, you deal with the client. No. You probably made something off of it, most likely on the whole of the, right. yep. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it took the, you know, you take, a, when you hire them, you take that burden of them, of the advertising, collecting the money, and, the, the, and their interaction with the with the homeowner is a lot more limited. So that's yeah, pretty simple. It'd be a subcontractor, times could be, you know, can be a good thing. It's also very difficult. Uh, I have subcontracts yeah. to make a fortune. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunes. Yeah. And that's all they want, though, too. Like, you know what I mean? That's, like, what that's all they want to do. They, yeah. they specialize in one thing. Yeah. 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 They don't want to have the range of the whole shift. They don't want none of the both. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want that. They want to come, work, make like 250 and go to fuck home. I want to flip back real quick and talk where we were just oh. at with the family thing. Because oh. A lot of times yeah. I, I, you know, I, I try to interject with some people I have some personal relationships with, you know, oh. I'll, I'll put it out there with, um, you know, enjoy it, make, create the moments that last a lifetime, you know, because your window, what I'm looking at is that I go back, I'm so happy, a lot of the things that I did, I'm sure I screwed up a lot of stuff as well, 
Um, but you, we had that short window of opportunity to build that relationship with your children because you brought that up, you know, which made me think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is that age? Well, by the time they're probably 13 or in middle school, it's too late. You can't, like, say, like, I'm going to work my tail off and my kid will be, you know, when they were in middle school, I'll have a lot of time for them and I'll be able to, and they'll be older and I'll be able to take them places. Like, it could be too late today, mm-hmm. right? Forming that bond, maybe even they're just four or five, you know, three, you know, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is, you know. My theory um, so, is the opposite of that. I was like, they won't what? remember. Um, and I wrote it out until, like, maybe they were, like, eight, where mm-hmm. I was like, I, I work, uh, get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, come home at 9, see them, they go to bed, whatever. I go back to work at 11. Mm-hmm. I work till 3 in the morning, wake up at 5, and did that constantly, right? Okay. Was That's, that your first two or your second my two? My first You two. said there's a difference. Yeah, my okay. first two. And then, so, I believe, my, my theory was... They won't remember now, um, but now my 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 and the reality is, it is they're I, they're totally different kids compared to my my second two, which I was there for in, in earlier right. and, years. And in the earlier years, wise. they yeah. won't remember yeah. that I wasn't yeah. there, but it changed right. the way that they developed. Okay. Right. And and now later, yeah, my my older two kids. I can spend time with you, go do whatever right. now, and don't worry. But I think that, that proves your theory, though, yeah. that you well, had. Well, my theory was wrong in the sense that uh, I didn't help them uh, grow as people. I wasn't there for that part of it. So, like, they missed out on some of the shit that my other two are a little crazy. They, they take more risks. They're, they're loud for the first two or more reserved. But do you think they held that against you? No, because they don't know the difference. But that's what I'm saying. I think you proved that theory. Yeah. Because you said that they wouldn't really remember. Right, but the result was that I can was see. Was different, yes. There is a difference. Mm-hmm. But later down the road, like, I was like, because I was all about the business. I had to fucking, yeah. I, was, right. I was in it. That's what I mean. I was like, let's just make or break, yeah. right? And so, like, I'm like, I can do this for six years mm-hmm. before they're really going to get mad at me and my wife wants to divorce right. me. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, or one or the other. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you are. You're all in. I mean, I didn't get married until I was 28 because I, I, put, I needed to, I wanted to, at least I was in a position where I bought my first house. You know, I had a business established. I had vehicles. I felt more established. I was going to be ready to have a family yeah. at that point. Um, then we had children right away. And, you know, the, the, the tiny little emphasis, my wife's all over that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not me, yeah. you know. But that's, that's what makes us work yeah. as a couple because... You know, that's a strong yeah. suit. It wasn't my strong suit. Alpha Chopper. Yeah. Right. I try and say that all the time. But, you know, when I would, uh, I'm not exactly sure what age the two girls were. Because um, it's like seven years different between my son and, and my other daughter. Um, but when I'd come home, like, you know, I'd, I'd drive in. She'd have the was nice out, like now, whatever. The two of them would be outside. Mm-hmm. And she'd hand them off to me. And we'd walk all the way down to the creek in the little pond yep. every day. And one of the stupid little things that we did was just to pick up stones, whatever loose stones there were, and throw them in the pond. Mm-hmm. Well, I still talk about that, remember yeah. that to this day. Um, with them, uh, I tried to do some, like weird stuff, like we built an eagle, it was a really big uh, snowstorm. There was a ton of snow, and everything was shut down, you couldn't go anywhere. And I, I saw, I made a huge eagle just outside the door, then I ordered pizza, and we ate the eagle and the pizza. That's and they, awesome. And my wife might have been pregnant at the time with my son. That's all we said dad's been. That's right. That's right. Fucking right. right. Yeah, right. The only so, so wife ain't going to do that. Mom ain't doing that shit ever. Um, 
you know, we once we got the, the, the we were fortunate enough to get a, a you know an older shore house type of thing to start that. Um, you know, we we went crabbing together, we went clamming together. You know, we did this. You know, we did that snowboarding. Yeah. I, I couldn't learn how to snowboard because I I had to stay on skis to help my teach my daughters how to snowboard because I keep my balance. Yeah. And I don't snowboard now, and they do. And I was a big water skier, and I'm feeling like this could come natural yeah. to me. But then I just I just ended up sticking with the skis. Although I could have probably I was on the snowboard a little bit, but. Um, but I did, I did those things, mm-hmm. um, and I, I guess now, uh, in particular, I asked one other guy, um, I'm pretty sure it was Richard up in Canada, and uh, he was talking about his son working with him now, and I'm working with my son, and so I get that opportunity I don't get with my girls, but every day, we can hug it out, you know, at the end of the day, you know, and it's not a time with any of my children, we always say, you know, I, I love you, I hear that I love you, Dad, I love you, Mom, I love you, know, I, I love you, son. In front of their friends, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it's just, you know, it's right, right here, so, like, you know, and um, a lot of them, I don't know whether or not they have that relationship, that type of bond with their own parents. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Probably but I know not. when they look at it, it's just like Papa Slav, you know, yeah. Papa Slav, <laughs> Papa Slav, you know, that type of thing. So, right there, come in, just, you know, I'll get out like, we did good today. Yeah, yeah, good cool. day, you know, love you, such a thing. And, uh, it's raw, and I don't know if a lot of you know a lot of parents. You know, you had. I think I only do that. We only do that because of that relationship. Yeah. You know, we always kind of did it and spent a lot of time. And I, I probably got the most personal time with my son. You know, because uh, it took about from the age of five to get on the boat. Um, my daughter didn't like being in the ocean. She got to get sick in the ocean. So she couldn't go. Yeah. You know, and he would sleep only up at five thirty in the morning and go. Before daybreak, yeah. you know. Um, so I got a lot of these these types of conversations I had when he was five, six, yeah. seven. Yeah. About, about friendship, and that's what I, t- I talked to you about that earlier. And I'm like, he's not 20. What four? Was it 24? No way, it's fucking 24. Yeah. I was like, I don't. It doesn't. I don't see it. You can like, hang out with more, this old man. Yeah. Well, and, and it's because the guy's like 90. So I took. <laughs> So what's cool about having a business is the other day, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took my kids, this was two days ago, uh, and my wife had to go somewhere, and the guys at the job needed a fucking outside miter to a gutter. I'm like, how the fuck do you guys not have an outside miter in a truck? Whatever. Right. I'll go get it. So I got in a truck, and I picked it up. My wife yelled at me. She's like, you're supposed to be home right now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. So I drive. I'm, I'm tense. She, she leaves the kids in the house, all four of them. Um, and uh, I'm there. There's a 16 year old in that for no 17. 17, my bad. I get, I get, I get there. I'm like, all right, guys, guess what? Because I had to get this thing to the fucking job. You got made made me excited. I'm like, we're gonna go hit the fucking Freddy's Burgers, and they're like, oh, fuck yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, get in the car. Before we go there, I gotta go somewhere. (laughs) So they get the we knew it. They like, said, we knew it. We knew it. <laughs> I was like, we're McDonald's. I'm like, Freddy's. I'm like, all right. So they get in the car, all four of them, and we're driving. And we're driving. And like, where are we going? I'm like, I just got a job. <laughs> They're like, are we there yet? It was like 40 minutes later. I get out of the car, hand it to the guys on the job. They're like, can we get out? I'm like, no, stay in the car. Uh, I like high five the dudes. And I got back in the car, pulled out of there. And they're like, where are we going now? I was like, I saw this freaking pull off. Right. People were putting jet skis in. We're gonna hit that first, and then we're. But this is like the things I can yeah. do now. Right. You know, we right. have to further the they yep. thing. It's like an adventure rather yeah. than yeah. a shithole yeah. of right. an experience. But I, I drag them to. You know, yeah. I still have to yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I, 
importantly, you know, and the younger guys are thinking, you know, that are going to start a family and have, have a business. And, you know, so you said, that, like you said, there's a place for just just being an employee. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to make, you know, earlier just trying to say, so how do we make that better? How do we make that that employer employee thing work maybe fruitful for both ends? Takes the pressure off us as the owners. How can you know the employee? I hate that term, but co-worker or something like that. You know, we'll just that will make their life a little bit better too. So I think everybody, everybody, there's like a little bit better yeah. somehow. How, you know, how do we do that in the industry? Per person who you got hired yeah. and what they want to do for the self so management and pushing that person when they don't want to be pushed yeah. to learn a new skill yeah. and to skill up to the next level, right? And I don't know, maybe some people don't want to do that. Yeah. Some people don't want to take responsibility. You know, like, I had that, you know. <clears throat> so it's like you, you had the talent, you know. Yeah. That's what you're too, you're telling you, people don't have to look at it. Like, like, you had the talent, you chose not. To, you know, you didn't want the responsibility. You can manage yeah. those people, right? Yeah. yeah then exactly. why did you like, do that? It's like, you know, you... You know, could have had that. And, and, and later they'll come back and say, you're Yeah, right, you know, they, they hang their, their head and they're like, Yeah, you're right, you know, type of thing. And they wish they had, unless, like, you know, it's little, you know, you had the, the opportunity was there, you know. And, uh, <coughs> but if they learn from that and then they move on, then that's great. You know, if they didn't learn from you know, it, then, you know, it's kind of useless. That's that's all it is, right? You wake up, shit happens, yeah. and you do that over, and hopefully the next day is better than the next. Yeah. Yeah. I think this was dope. I think yeah. we said <laughs> we a did. bunch of stuff. Yes, we did. We yeah. talked about all kinds of shit. Yeah. Oh. I think that was good, Marcus. What do you yeah. think? You got anything else for that? All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, we should try to shoot it over again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Take, take that. We'll be back, Let fuckers. Me do it like, get a cut again. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything to say to the camera, Mark? The fire's out. <laughs> Yo, I know what you should say. What's your famous line? The last Thanks one. Thanks for checking in. Yeah. <laughs>